All right, so I have a photo, but I want to show everyone. Remember the name of the level. Fuck. Okay, so I have a photo that I'd like to show everybody uh, before we get into this. Wait. Before we uh, before we start the intro. Before we really start the podcast. Um, and I just want I just want us all to remember that this is a so okay. Everyone here is familiar with the trend, like the white lie party, right? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, everyone here we're at one. Ethan, we have one today. Oh, sorry, yeah, don't but everyone, is everyone here familiar with the White Lies trend? Like, with what, with what a White Lies party is? Okay, so, Patrick, it's basically you go to a party in a white t-shirt and, like, you put, like, a paper or a tape across your chest, and on yeah. that is written something that's not true, right? It's a white lie. Okay. lie about it, yeah. Okay, so, I get sent, um, wait, window. This it's image. Like, right, like, Ethan would go to a party, like, I deserve to be here, right? Like, I right, wrote right. that, by the way. Or... Or, or, okay. Wait, you, want wow. you, want to, you want to zoom in? Sorry, let me. Yeah, let me zoom I mean, in. It, I can read it, but it would help. Oh, hold on. How do I? Where's the zoom in function? Um, you really got a code button. Plus. So, so, I just want us all to. Can you all see that? <laughs> Bro, everyone found that clown as fuck. This was Ethan's white lie. <laughs> everyone found that so funny. <laughs> There's another dude at the party who also had an I don't like you thing, and we got along as fuck. Yeah, no one. Um, so yeah, so I just wanted to I just wanted to show to show that I uh, just you know let Ethan know that no, we don't king shame here at Excelsior and well I don't um, like feet. No, but that, but that's the white line, which means that you do like feet. <laughs> that's actually the point is that I don't like feet. No, no, no. But the point is we do have feet for sure. Um, for guys, sure. camera to the bottom. Yeah. Track, so okay. Guys, uh, welcome back to Excelsior. Today, I am joined by the usual crew with uh, Mr. Logan Drakus, Alexei Lee, Patrick Steinbach. But you guys realize that not speaking doesn't actually... Well, do yeah, we have audio I'm joined by Logan Drakus, hey. Alexei Lee. I have paid. Patrick Steinbach. You guys should be watching this on YouTube anyway. You guys should it's be. And, and Ethan, Ethan Wagner. Yeah. Dude, at the barbecue, there was no food. So I might open this wrong. Yeah, you just drop it. Yo, Ethan, Ethan, that's why I said you should go eat. Like, Class- you gotta eat, bro. I thought the Class- barbecue. Class- they didn't barbecue. Every single, every single darty we've been to that's been a barbecue. Not, I've not been Side, I got burgers. No, 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 no. The DU darty. The DU darty was the only Oh, one. damn. We do have a YouTube. Logan, did you know? I was lying. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's, it's a video podcast. We have an Instagram, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and apparently a TikTok. Apparently, yeah, Excelsior Limited. On TikTok, you haven't which, you haven't plugged our TikTok one. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Excelsior Limited on TikTok, which gets more views than any episode of the podcast has ever gotten. Uh, which is we I don't even know about this. Yeah, <laughs> there isn't. I definitely told all of you at some point. You uh, did. Yeah. Characters now, please. 
Okay, all you right. all should can follow. We, yeah, Excelsior. can we run? Yes, yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, run so, the awards so show. We are doing the Excelsior Awards Part 3. This is the best, right? So we're doing, like, the best characters. It's the same categories as what we did in Part 1, but it's just the best instead of the worst. Uh, the episode after this will be the best, but for the Excelsior-specific awards, right? So, like, best Excelsior take, best gamer, all that kind of stuff. Um, but for today, it's just, just the standard one. So, first off, best film character, we have John McClane, Joker from The Dark Knight, um, Jenny Curran, Kieran from Forrest Gump, Darth Vader, and oh, Darth Vader. Oh, 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 oh. Jordan, it's the second dash, so I put my... Oh, I see. Yes, Jenny is the worst. Right, right, I'm sorry. So, oh, it's, so, it's John, so it's John McClane, Joker, Joker. Ethan, is it Joker from Joker or Joker from The Dark Knight? Either one. I didn't know which one. Like, film character. I didn't know if that meant, like, a specific movie or just, like, a general. Okay. Okay, so we'll say Joker. And then Alex and I both had Darth Vader as ours. Uh, so what do we think? I, I feel like... I love John McClane calls. Is it Darth Vader or is it, like, Anakin Darth Vader arc? I think it's well, both. it's one It's one character, so... Yeah. It's, it's, it's one like, character. Yeah. Nah, well, technically, Darth Vader uh, only starts. Nah, nah, nah. It's one character. See, the it's, thing that worries me about this episode is that you guys are going to be really boring and just nominate Heath Ledger's Joker for, like, half of the categories? No, I nominated Heath Ledger's Joker for one category. Yeah, for one category. Okay. <laughs> Actually, no. When I was when making my in actuality... For the sake of parody, like, not doing Joker for, like... Yeah, yeah. I think I only nominated him once. When in actuality, looking, looking at the the wide scope of film history, there is no character better than John McLean in Die Hard. <laughs> Let me tell you, I watched I have a class where the the class is centered around like villains. Okay. Oh the class yeah. this will explain why Ethan is gonna be leaving a lot. Um his laptop sucks ass and he's had to go to Texas is like twelve times already. So he might not yeah, this is this is a great place to uh, this this is a great place to plug the Excelsior Patreon. Uh, if you don't want to donate to the podcast, <laughs> there's no way that we don't have a Patreon. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, uh, wait, you do realize up? if we had a Patreon and people subscribe to it, we would have to make content for the Patreon. That's how it. Patreons work. <laughs> we don't have enough content. We barely Listen. can make content for yeah. the podcast. <laughs> What if? Wait, but hear me out. What if we got an Excelsior paycheck? We just made like well, again. What if? We, what if we I think we have to prove plan. that we can make consistent okay, content. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. They can just fund the Excelsior Kickstarter. Okay, uh, that, that's good enough. I'm just gonna keep talking about John McClane. Yeah, I don't yeah, know when Ethan will be back. But I have a class where the class is called like villains, and we basically watch movies in. That's the class, and then break down the movies villains, and so we watch Die Hard. We watched Die Hard in, like, week three of the class, and the class was talking about Hans Gruber, but I could not get over John McClane. <laughs> Let me tell you, Die Hard, watching it reminded me, when I am low on my doses of America in my bloodstream, when I'm feeling down and out and I'm not feeling the most patriotic in my lifestyle, I watch Die Hard. And John McClane <laughs> brings me back. He gets the America flowing in my veins. He's like he he's so he's such a funny character. He's such a cool character. And he does it all like without a sign of fear. I, I don't know. He, he's better than the Joker and and Darth Vader. 
Interesting. I love John. I, have one I, love, I love Die Hard, but like yeah. Darth Vader is Darth Vader. <laughs> Ethan, you're you're right. Ethan sideways. <laughs> Are you on your? Yeah, phone? I'm on my phone right now. My computer just died. This is a high quality content. This is why I should yeah, this is the Patreon. <laughs> this yeah, is no, why we need a Patreon. Listen, if you guys, if you guys pay for the Patreon, Ethan can get a computer, and you don't have to suffer through. Honestly, this. that's what we'll. That's what the funny. You guys hear me? Or much. Yeah, yeah, we can hear okay. yeah. Um But does anyone else hear that humming in the background? Yeah, that's Ethan. Oh, it's my phone. It's I don't hear it that my loud. Fan. It's not that loud. I put Joker. I don't know where you guys were at. We were saying the in general, like... like not the problem with John McClane for me was that like John McClane and Die Hard One is amazing and like I could consider the nomination. It's just like across like every version. Like I, I didn't think it meant like That's fair. And to be honest, I haven't watched any of the Die Hard sequels. <laughs> right, right. So, like and then Darth Vader, like if you're not like Darth Darth Vader was sick. <laughs> Darth Vader was sick, but like I feel like it is Joker. Like the multiple versions of Joker have kind of all been valid. I think the prequels kind of ruined Darth Vader. Is the problem? I, I think, I I think episode I, one and two are like bad, but like they scene, didn't ruin Darth Vader, no. but they made him markedly worse. I don't think there's any character as good as Vader. Like I like I don't know. I don't know. I just I love obviously it's a lot you know to do with. Um, James Earl Jones' performance, right? He, and, like, just that iconic way that he carries himself and portrays the character. But, like, like with Joker... Like, like, I think Joker lot... do you not like Sam? Like, that's my question. I mean, like... <laughs> listen, listen. I'm not saying he's perfect, but, like... Joker like, I think you're like, saying... Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix perform, like, Oscar-worthy performances. You know what I mean? Both... I think James Earl Jones's lifetime performance of Darth Vader. If there was like a, if there was like a lifetime Oscar, not like a lifetime achievement award. If there was like a lifetime Oscar, like I think James Earl Jones. That's complete. For no, I agree. I agree. For 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 what he's rather the fact that I can go to like Tunisia and breathe a certain way, and everyone knows what I'm talking about. Is incredible. Like, <laughs> like that's astounding. Marketability. Like, Where did you pull that from? <laughs> No, think about it. Like, if I go, like, yeah. if I go to Tunisia, are kind of whack throughout. Like the way they went with the prequels, like made his motivations kind of whack in the, the later ones, and like he's like cool. But it's it's not. This is why I don't love either of these takes. Is it's not just about the performance. I know that makes no, it. No, no, but even, great even, even like even 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 as a character, like I think Joker's an amazing film villain, and I think I put him as my best film. Yeah, I did. I put him as my best film villain. Darth Vader as a character, I think, is so much more complex and layered and interesting to watch. He's not that versus Joe because two. He's not. Oh, I disagree with that. What is? I think Vader is such. He's not a layer. He has like one layer. No, he has multiple. Like Padme and then Padme. Maybe two. No, Vader has has a bunch of layers. Like, like what? You definitely. Vader has a shit ton of layers. Yeah, he, what? It's he has a... self conflict within himself about the, about whether like the good and the bad, right? He is the balance, and we see it across six different movies that are. Yeah, that would be points. the one layer. I agree. No, no, no. But somebody <laughs> actually is he good no. or is he bad? No, no, no. But somebody <laughs> no, no. Like the five main conflicts in storytelling is um. 
like man versus government. Uh, sorry, it's man versus society. Like what is it? Like, man versus society. Uh, man versus family. Joker, though, I feel like it's just a better acting performance. And he flex. But, the thing but, 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 we're not, but it's not best performance. We're talking about best character. Performances, and we're also not talking about like specific ways in which the character is portrayed, right? Like, yeah. like we can we, we can go two directions with this. We can go best individual portrayal of a character, right? Or you could go like best character that appears in film, right? In which case, I think it's the second one. Batman. You can talk about Superman. You can talk about like James Bond, right? Yeah. Talking about a lot James of things, Bond. but if we're talking about like a one performance. Then, like, then we can start talking. I, I don't know. No, because we have best. We have best. the Lego Batman movie and Heath Ledger, <laughs> and, right? Like, yeah. No, because we have best performance on this list. It's not best performance. It's just the best. We don't have best made. performance yeah. best. on this list. We have best actor. Oh wait, yeah, we do. I forgot. No, I made yeah. this yeah. list too. I also <laughs> made this. Yeah. No. We, so wait, who so did Joker have that? I think Joker with me. Jordan uh, or no, Logan did. Logan. Did. Logan did. Yeah, I th- yeah, Logan did. I put like I think Darth Vader is the best character in a film, <laughs> but it's not the best film performance that I give to Heath no, Ledger. I, in the Darth Dark. Vader no. is that. I just don't think that at all. Like Darth Vader wasn't even considered. I I consider James Bond, and then like Joker, and then like I. I think Darth Vader is a good villain. But he's, he's I've never. Villain. This is like best character. This isn't just best villain. Right, but the okay. I think he's a good character. Sure. He, he's a villain for ninety percent of the movies. Um, mm, literally, I think like yeah. Batman is a better character. But than like, Joker. Batman has more going on than Joker does. I, I agree with that. Darth like, Vader's struggle. Movie. Darth Vader's struggle and debate isn't like uh, Anakin aside, because I just straight up don't think that Anakin stuff is good so i'm just going to talk sure. about the actual good part which is darth vader himself and it is good but his struggle in the trilogy isn't introduced until the end of the second movie of the trilogy so sure but then also like him and kenobi is phenomenal like that fight alexa and I were talking about was Dude, in the fight first fight. uh air. i don't know no no the final fight it's one fight in a mediocre movie it's one fight in a mediocre movie it's a sh- dude. That no. fight is unbelievable. It, that fight's maybe the best. It's either the best or one of the best scenes. In are you talking about the Kenobi show or are you talking about a new vote? I'm talking about the final fight between Vader and Kenobi in the Kenobi show. That duel. That is a terrible thing. What? That is unbelievable duel. Are you kidding me? That duel is. I so will agree. Good. That is the best part of the show. But, but it's, it's an amazing not even close scene. To the best. Okay. No, it's an amazing scene. It's just Twilight of the Apprentice from Rebels, but worse. Okay, oh my God, we're not talking about Rebels. <laughs> Guys, look, oh. we're not fucking talking about Rebels. <laughs> yeah, we got to vote. Is, is, I think it's between Joker and Vader. Uh, Logan, I would vote for Joker over Vader, but I don't like that these were the two nominations. Okay. Logan yeah. and Logan, are you sticking with Joker? Yeah, I'll stick with Joker. All right, so then it's Joker because that's three sure. to two. Okay. Uh, and, okay, so Joker, Joker best one. All all right, has best? been done really well. Like I just like. Wait, I, I would yeah. just like to say something really quickly. We'll get back to this later, but um, Logan put something that's wrong uh, later on. Like that, it doesn't exist. Okay. Um, For one of the characters. Uh, okay, so best TV character. Do you have access yeah. to the master list? What? Uh, Alexa does a Google Doc. Yeah, because he just didn't oh, make yeah. a list. I, I'm not looking at it though. Yeah, I yeah, like nobody, surprises. nobody else yet. Yeah, nobody uh, else look at the list. Yeah. Also, Alexa, do not look. Just don't look at the list. Let me just do it. Once I, I'm not really. I only. Okay, I, okay. I'm like just filling my. Yeah. Alexa, you're so next up, so best TV character, we have Saul Goodman, 
Iro, Iro. Uh, is that a pronunciation? Iro. 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 Okay. Saul Goodman. Dude. Saul Goodman. I haven't watched Avatar. I have never watched Avatar. You're a bum. You're a bum. You all know this for like months. Anyways, Saul Goodman, okay. Iroh, Which Iro. means you haven't watched it in those months, by the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Saul Goodman, Iroh, Iroh. Continue, please. Saul Goodman, Saul Goodman, Iroh, Iroh, Bugs Bunny, and Rick Grimes are our nominations. <laughs> uh, first off, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny as the greatest television character of all time. He is. I was low-key feeling Zuko. I was between Zuko and Bugs Bunny. I think Zuko is just a better character. The, the the problem is like I don't know enough about Iroh to dispute it. Like like Saul Goodman, like I can't even go with that. I like I know Rick Grimes. I know Rick Grimes is not going to win. Still. I still think Rick Grimes is the best character in television history. But like, I know it's not going to win. Why did fine. you go Iroh instead of like Zuko? Like I love Iroh. It's just there's not a lot. I think not enough, like there is PR in it. No, no, no. okay, for me, Dad. Oh. Yeah, I think yeah. that when you look at the like context, um surrounding who Iroh is and also the fact that when you look at the major emotional moments in the show, obviously some of them contain Zuko, but like almost all of them contain Iroh. Um, yeah. Like, with, with standouts being like obviously leaves from the vine, but I think the, the single most emotional moment in the show is when he reunites with Zuko. Um, yeah. At, at the end. And obviously Zuko is a great character. So that's why it's like, uh, like Zuko, I was also considering. Right? Even- Iro, when you when you look at the context, no, Bugs Bunny is not happening. Okay, we're not putting Bugs Bunny as the best. We're not putting Rick Grimes either. <laughs> I, I, I accept. Um, the, I said that when I said my thing. I accept the Bugs Bunny. Can't. All right. I was thinking Zuko. So I'm- when you look at the context okay. of Iro and the man that he remains, even though he's he's living in this Fire Nation yeah. society, he's living in this terrible world and that even even gets to Zuko like even Zuko becomes a bad person in that context in the tragedy that Iroh goes through that makes him like completely reevaluate and turn everything on its head early yeah. um like before the show even happens yeah yeah no no um he was the best season by the way like I understand what you're saying like you get all like no I'm not arguing against Zuko I'm just saying for me like the when when you look at Iroh's history, which we don't even that's, that's, we've never it's not put to screen. What you're um, talking about, all that growth that you're talking about is Iroh as a character didn't even happen in the show. Like he's not that different from the start to the end of the show at all. But I think that the fact that they managed to like make you Jesus Christ, Jordan. Jordan, your typing is really fucking loud. It cannot be that it's so loud. Dude, no, it's it really loud. Okay, I'll be the, the um the fact that you managed to get an understanding of that growth and an understanding of who Ira was before versus after as a distinct person without even seeing it, I think is equally I think showing. I think like the fact that it happens within the show and you get so much more context of it. And like the, the like first season Zuko to second season season Zuko, which is my favorite, to the transition at the end of betraying Iroh, and then to the third season, like like struggling with like succeeding, like getting everything he wants and then still not being happy and then flipping sides and then having to build the trust with like Aang and his crew. And then the final fight scene with um, whatever her face is, who's the like blue flame girl, whatever. Azula. Azula. No, I think the Azula. last Agni, I think the last Agni Kai is the like, best. I thought it was the best action scene. Like 
I just think there's so much more growth within the show. And, like, what, even though you do get that with Iroh, like, it's just uncomparable to what Zuko goes through. So I would... I think that's fair, but I also think you have to consider that everything Zuko goes through and all the change he has is because of his interactions with Iroh. I do get that, and I think that's I think that's fair, and so I love Iroh. Like, I, I don't want to bash Iroh. It's just, like, just because it's due to Iroh doesn't mean that Iroh's a better character than Zuko. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I well, want to hear the Saul your... Goodman argument. Yeah. Yeah. So Logan, you can oh, start, but I'll, I'll back you up on Saul Goodman because I, yeah. like, I uh, definitely. Um, it's definitely going to be tough given that I think only Jordan and I, Jordan and I have watched all of Better Call Saul, and I haven't, I haven't seen the final season, but I sort of know what happens. But I've not. Seen oh the well, season. the final season is also incredible for. Saul Goodman. But basically, the the thing is, is that um, Saul Goodman, as like great as Iroh and Zuko are. Um, and by the way, I think Zuka Iroh is a better character than Zuka, but it doesn't really matter. Iroh over space. Inter- Why Iroh over Zuko? Just just so I can hear. Because Zuko's arc is incredible, but the actual character itself doesn't have as much depth as Iroh does. But by um, that's like no, the big. Does that's the whole point? Like it's like the start. Of, like kind you know, of super he, simple character at the very start, of, and then you end up with this super like complex. No, he has a better arc. It's just I think the character of Iroh has more depth. Okay, that's better. fair. Okay, yeah, okay. Continue with uh, Saul. Okay, so um, with Saul Goodman, um, it's incredible. He was not only in Breaking Bad for three seasons, but he also had six seasons of his own show all about him. And the thing about Better Call Saul is that it is entirely character-driven. Like, there is very little plot for a lot of the show, and it's literally just the characters interacting with each other and having interpersonal relationships. And the character that they build with Saul Goodman between the two shows, but mostly in Better Call Saul, the relationships that he has, the emotions that he feels, his character motivations, like, he is, like, undoubtedly the deepest character, like, ever in TV. And, like, his interpersonal relationships are so, so complicated and so incredible. And, like, they're portrayed to the viewer so effectively. Um, his arc is obviously incredible. Jordan hasn't watched last season, and none of you have watched the show. But but where his arc ends is so fitting. It's an incredible, like, way to end the character. It's a little unsatisfying in terms of the story. But the actual character arc is, like, perfect and it's just there are so many things going on with the characters like it's so it blows anything that avatar does out of the water yeah but i think i want to add on with saul goodman is i think he is the most true to life character ever put to film like i i can't think of any character in any show that is as real of a person as saul goodman like the line between (laughs) (laughs) the John McClane's actually a really <laughs> the lines between like okay you can like, the, the lines between character trope and the character himself are so blurred like Solomon could hundred percent be a real lawyer somewhere in the uh, somewhere in the world he it's he's so realistic and a lot of that is obviously owed to like. Bob Odenkirk's just insane performance as, as Saul. Insane uh, acting just, and the, probably yeah. the best writing of all time I've been skilled But as, as a character, like, he is easily, easily the most real character in television history. Maybe in film history, but but definitely definitely in TV history. Um, and I just think, like, obviously, I've not seen the final season, but, like, That's a very- it, it, most... It's an amazing balance between these ridiculous sort of, like, badass moments where Saul Goodman is, like, doing things that nobody else even, like, envisioned doing. 
um, like, like the super famous one, but okay, it doesn't matter if I say a scene because like you guys know what I'm talking about. But, like you've like the balance on that. But on the other hand, he is a deeply flawed, deeply human guy who makes mistakes, makes bad decisions and bad choices. And but you also have this other side where he's like this brilliant, you know, brilliant uh, individual. And, so, yeah, and the thing I, I want to harp on and like really knock home is the interpersonal relationships. Like yeah. that is what makes the character so good. Hundred percent. The relationships that he has with the other characters in the shows, and they're just like the relationships are so real, and there's so much depth to every single one. It's, Look, yeah, it's Patrick, amazing. I can't vote Ira. I just don't think like I can't. So I'll I'd rather take Logan's word for Saul Goodman than vote Ira because I know Ira just. Is- you, you can do that. Uh, I, I, Logan's presented a good argument. I'm not going to vote for it because I haven't seen the show. Right. Like, but yeah, it, it was I a good argument. I, I'm yeah, still going to vote for either. We'll do. We'll do. Saul Goodman is the greatest television character of all time. Next up, the best. Next up, the best video game character ever. And we should probably hurry up because Logan, you have a hard clock of five thirty, right? Yeah. Okay. So best video game character, we have Pawn from Online Chess. Master Chief, Master Chief, um, Master Chief, and Jin Sakai, who, for those who don't know, is from Ghost of Tsushima. I feel like it's probably going to go to Master Chief. Yeah, like, I really don't need Ghost of Tsushima character. Dude, Dude Jin Sakai is like, no, in my, in my head, in my head, it was either Master Chief or Jin. The only reason why I put Jin is just, like, I think Jin deserves a shout-out as an amazing but Ghost of Tsushima is, like, barely a real game. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima is an amazing game. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a real game. Like, nominated for Game of the Year. Like, one of the best stories in any game I've played. Didn't Dude, win it, though? Like, none of the characters no. in that game are, like, real people. They're, like, none of them have actual motivations or backings behind anything. They're just, like, they're, like, oh, I'm I am so high. Michael Vick, oh, 2008 Madden, by the way. Or 2007 Madden. I mean, look, we can, we can do, I thought like we could pretty comfortably do Madden. Yeah, Master Chief. Yeah, we can pretty comfortably do fucking Master Chief. It's not just that Master Chief is a badass. He actually has super, like, yeah, origin story and, into the Reach storyline, which is really cool. Amen, brother. Underrated. No, no, like Master, like Master Chief is is easily like no, but like, like yeah, happened like, as a kid to make it the system, and then he was at Reach, but he was hurt, so he couldn't fight in the Reach war, and like many people died. So he's got he fought for Earth, he's fought in the Covenant, like he's had this cool relationship with the U.S. government, like he's actually like or the world government, but it's basically the U.S. government, like he, and court his relationship with Cortana, like it's actually really interesting. Like he's not just a bad. Guys, I'm sorry, I forgot I'm to just saying we're actually doing a spin-off of Excelsior where Wagner just does deep dives into the Halo Bro. War. I forgot to mention that spin-off. I'm just saying, like, when you're talking about stories of becoming, like, there's no greater one than a pawn becoming a queen when you get into the other side. <laughs> the other side of a chessboard. <laughs> Alright, best video game level. Uh, we have the time warping level from Titanfall 2, which like is not my nomination, but is maybe the best level ever. Wait, what, like, what it's just, it's Sorry. Best video game level. So you okay. have time warping from Titanfall 2. Which is such an amazing call. Uh, then you have Joker's Return from Lego Batman. Uh, then Halo 3 Escape. Then Halo 3 The Covenant. <laughs> And then, and then the ashtray maze from Control. I know that none of you have ever played Control, but you really should look up the, like just a playthrough of the ashtray maze. It is 
fucking wild. Like, you go from this, like, kind of, like, detective, atmospheric horror-style, like, you know, game to full-on action with these, with the most insane visuals I've ever seen. The entire level is, like, morphing around you. It's absolutely wild. One of the coolest things ever. I just want to point out how good of a game Halo 3 is that two different levels from it are in contention for the best video game level of all time. Like, that deserves a shout-out. That it is such a game that two di- and he's gone. That two different levels are in contention. We need him. Um, yeah, I, I, would, I would say Ashtray Maze, but I know you guys don't know that, so if I, have, if I have to say something else, I would do Timefall, sorry, Titanfall 2, Time Warping, because the way in which that game made you instantly able to switch between the realities was just insane. It's um, the best level concept ever yeah, at the very I agree with that. It's the, it's the best level concept, um, 100%. And the reason that I have it at as best game is because it's not just good on a conceptual level. It's also super fun to play, super well yeah. integrated into the game mechanics, which are, are like not just integrated into the game <sighs> mechanics, but highlights all of the best thing about the game mechanics, which when you're looking at a game like Titanfall 2, which arguably mechanically it's is the best one game of the ever. most... One yeah, of the most fun the games of all time. Uh, oh, I think, like, that's just so that that level is just it, you like. I, I could just replay say, it and try to do it different ways, like over and over. And over. I also will say the, that level has the best ending to any level in video game history, where you freeze time during the battle and you're walking through like the edge of the universe. Like that's just it is so insane. Can I make an argument for the the Halo games? For a second, yeah, yeah. but I'll, I'll say both because I had escape as well as like my second. The Covenant, um, it pushes what Halo became. Like it pushes the boundaries of like what gaming was at the time. Like in all three parts. So there's three parts to it. First, it pushes the complete open world concept in the first game, where it's the first checkpoint is basically completely open world. You basically have to take down three towers during the game. So taking down the first tower is basically this like Halo testing out how open world they can make their game which they end up going with in Halo Infinite, which is, like, also just, like, delving in, like, starting the open-world concept before it was really a big thing. It was one of those, like, bigger first steps in open-world. Then the second checkpoint, you use the flying vehicles, which you had never been able to have access to in Halo 3. And it's a complete air yeah. fight. This was an incredible level. A complete air fight, and then you go into the tower as well, which is super detailed. Yeah. And you face bosses that you had never... It was just completely them going crazy creative. And then the third part of it, Checkpoint Charlie, you not only fight two scarabs, which was, like, not even believed before. Like, you wouldn't even fight scarabs and shit. They were just, like, myths and shit in the game. But you finally fight scarabs for the first time. It's a super cool, interesting mechanic. You have hornets, which is the first time you access them. And then you actually kill the prophet, which is, like, a really big, like plot point in the level that like manifests a lot and the flood like betray you and shit it's the introduction of flood like on these worlds and shit which is like the overarching arc so like just from like a plot standpoint and like a game developing standpoint i put the covenant as the best level escape also has a lot of plot stuff where like master like they basically built halo 3 to be the last halo game so at the time like it was like it was a perfect finale to the Halo series. You know what I mean? Like, Matt yeah, sacrificed himself to destroy the Ark so the rings can never be fired ever again, which is the whole point of Halo. is like firing the Ark, which they destroy, can fire all the rings at the same time, which destroys all life in the galaxy. And basically, the Covenant thinks it's some religious thing, but, like, the humans know it's actually not. And so, like, the ending for that and, like, the conclusion to Master Chief's saga of him sacrificing himself is super important plot-wise and, like, a perfect ending to a perfect game. And then 
the hornet the the warthog level with like the whole place falling apart is so fun i can play that a million times and even the stuff before that like having to basically it's basically just a tower of enemies right and you get access to a flamethrower which is fun there's a bunch of like easter eggs hidden which you can go since it's they're pushing the open world concept in this game you can actually leave and go to a bunch of easter egg places which is cool and um it also like destroying the arc is like a super like big momentous part in halo that's like the conclusion to the whole plot so both those games both those episodes or both those like levels are both considered basically two of the best halo games there's some halo 3 odst one that's also kind of considered heavy and then there's one halo one one that's pretty cool but like those two halo 3 are i think are just like from a plot perspective pushing what gaming was and just like from a fun perspective are both like just like exceed anything for me personally in my experience and that timefall level is really fun too so i fuck with it and i get the mechanics point i still would go either of the halo levels i'd be oh, perfectly okay with either one perfect i prefer to come sure. That's my. Sh- do y'all want to do? Do y'all want to do? We should probably vote. We should probably vote. Yeah, that's what I was uh, I'm. I'm inclined to say Titanfall. Just, just yeah. My thing is, so I, I. I don't remember. It was Control and two Halos, yeah. and then then what was the? Oh, Lego Batman one. Yeah. My thing is, I just don't love the feel of Halo games, just in general. I, I have nothing against the franchise, but they've never. They've just never been for me the way that they play. So I, I just can't vote for one of those. Um, yeah, what I would say with, like, with, with the Titanfall thing is, like, there are very few video game levels I actually remember. Like, it's maybe four. It's Titanfall, Control Ashtray Maze, the level in Halo 3 where you have to storm the Citadel, because it just took me forever as a kid to do that level, because I was, like, I, just, it was, I was getting killed. That's literally um, Halo, and then, the Covenant, bro. That's in the Covenant, you storm the Citadel. I know, I know, I know. And um, it, Halo, and uh, number five is the final mission of the Taken King, where you go to kill Oryx, which is just oh. one of the coolest fucking boss battles ever, and might be the best level of video game history. Oh. Like now, I'm kind of thinking about it. It's maybe the coolest boss intro in Oryx history, where you say that the door. Yeah, the final fight with Oryx. Don't is- start talking about a new level, <laughs> dude. I don't know. Gonna, we gonna, need to vote. We need to vote on this. So much better. And Lego Batman. Sure. I, right, I, Anyways, of those five, but of those five, it's got, like, I got to give it to too, because it's, I remember doing that level, and the entire time, you're just like, this is the coolest thing ever. And there are so few levels that actually get you to feel that way. And Timefall 2 being, was it seven years since the game came out? Six years, something like that? Not that it's still one of, if not the best level ever created. Like, I think it's a... No, bro. Like, I think you're just... I think you're way off. Like, I think either of the Halo games are infinitely better than that. Like, I've played... I've beat uh, Titanfall 2. Look at me for Tidebreaker. Well, let's say... Actually, wait. You didn't even vote for Halo. Let's say, what are you thinking? I said I voted for Halo. Okay, Logan, what do you want to do? I have played Titanfall 2. Do you want us to show you a video of a Titanfall 2? No, Titanfall? we're not showing videos. <laughs> if that's what it takes, it's not worth I'll it. I'll do Escape or Covenant. Yeah. I'm good with either one. I think they're both equally perfect. Uh, let's go Escape, only because it leads into that last cutscene. That last okay. cutscene's so meaningful. Like, people don't realize, like, they were actually planning on ending Halo with the trilogy. Yeah. Like, it's- yeah. We gotta go. All right, so next up, we have Best sure. Film Villain. Uh, Jack Torrance, Darth Vader, Joker from the Dark Knight, Severus Snape, and the Joker. Everett, well, hey, is that from Joker? It, or I was gonna say like we're probably gonna get do the Joker, but like Jack Torrance is really. I don't know who Jack Torrance. Is. <laughs> who is Jack Torrance? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh, from The Shining. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. Um, oh. oh. 
That's probably the best. Uh, yeah, gr- no, no, no. Great villain, but like Joker in the Dark Knight is is on. No, Jack Torrance, dude, is so good. I actually fuck with the Jack Torrance is like really good. Snape is actually what? really Harry good. Potter. The main Harry Potter series has eight movies, and not a single eight movies of development for the Harry Potter character and for his friends, and not a single moment of payoff for any of those characters is as impactful for the scene where you as the scene where you unravel Snape's backstory. Not a single oh, that's moment. Like, I, wait, Snape's... no spoilers. No spoilers. You haven't seen it. Bro, no. yeah, I'm not. I'm you're not gonna. Bummed. I'm not gonna get into major spoilers. No, but you're like, just, like you're so but many, literally so the best scene in the franchise reframes seven previous movies worth of decisions and character in a light that just instantly in the zeitgeist changes everyone's. I opinion. actually, Patrick, I think you're perfectly explaining it. Like you just don't like you're so thrown. It's not even like I would. It's like an amazing plot twist, but it's like, it's even more than that. Like you just like rethink everything. You need to like kind of, when you rewatch the movies the second time with that framework in your head, <laughs> like it just like changes. It, I wouldn't even it changes. Like, I guess he's a villain technically, which is. There, there's a reason that just like story-wise, cause the books were, the ends of the books were still being written when the like first couple movies were being shot. Alan Rickman went to JK Rowling and said, I need to know what you're going to do to Snape. And it paid off. She told him. She, he didn't tell anyone else. She didn't tell anyone else. He knew what was going to happen with the Snape character, and it plays it perfectly it, throughout it, all it, of them. Can you say he's like a villain? I get he's a great character, but like, why? It's not really I, a villain. I, I haven't it's seen like, it. It's just one, like, I've one seen the moment, no. And like, is he a villain? He like technically yeah. is a villain. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been of the... Like even the way that it reframes it, he still he still takes villainous action throughout seven sure. and a half movies. Can I, can like, I defend, yeah, that's not going to. Can I defend Joker for a second? I think we all know the you're not going to need to defend Joker, bro. People are going to vote for Joker, Joker anyway. But we've talked about the Joker so much on this podcast. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's Who? What's what, 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 no, I think with the Shining guy, the Shining guy's perfect too. Like it's such a scary yeah. movie. I just don't. There are a lot of great film villains. The thing about Jack Torrance, too, is there's, like, so much going on under the hood. Like, I didn't understand it myself until I watched, like, 10 YouTube I, videos. I haven't watched the 10 YouTube videos, so then I don't. <laughs> but then, wait, but then, Logan, but then is that a great film villain if you have to watch 10 YouTube videos to... No, because I finished the movie and I was like, oh, my God, Jack Torrance was terrified. Scary as and hell. Like, his, and his evolution was incredible. Right. So scary. And then I watched the 10 YouTube videos and I was like, oh, my God, there's so much going on. Okay. And you okay. understand, like, this is an incredible character. And that's how you know there's depths to the character. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, so do we want to vote? I'm not voting for the Joker. I'll vote for no, Jack Torrance. I'll vote for Darth Vader. I'm I, I, I'm, I've never been as interested in the Joker character as everyone else. I mean, I, I, I'll actually I vote for Snape. I'll go I, with uh, Patrick on the Snape reveal. I think the you're not going to vote for yourself. Oh, I can't vote for yourself. You're not going to do Joker? <laughs> well, we've been voting for ourselves what? the entire time, I feel like. like, like we, we sort of did it. Yeah, we did it way with like, it. Like, I'll vote for the Joker. Yeah, just like, voting. Joker, I vote. I vote. Yeah. I, I think, like, like I, I, I love Snape as a villain. I, I, I don't remember the film. I, I should go Joker. back and I, I put. I, I think Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is better. So, like, me and Jordan are saying different okay. things, technically. Okay. 
Okay, so let me let me go back to that. <laughs> let me defend no, Heath Ledger's joke. Dude, we're voting. I'm sure there's more depth that I'm missing, but it was scary as fuck. Okay. Logan, what do you want to do? Uh, or Patrick first. I'll vote for that so that if the if it means Joker doesn't win, because I'm so <laughs> bored of the Joker, bro. I'm so bored. I guess the Shining wins, Jordan. Dro- uh, Alright, yeah, that's the yeah, we're doing Jack Torres and the Shining. Go right. with, the Joker's a really good villain, dude. I like our best list a lot more than our worst list. I feel like there are like, oh, some takes on here that are just like objectively right. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. You you weren't listening to my nominations for the yeah. Yeah. Jordan, move on. What's yeah. the next one? Best TV villain, we have Doofenshmirtz, Homelander, 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 and Negan from The Walking Dead. And since Negan's not gonna win, I won't say anything, even though Negan is, is not better than Homelander, one of the best. No, no one else nominated. No, Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> Even if it's not Negan, but it's not absolutely Homelander. Look, look, look. Patrick, 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 this is important. This is crazy. Doofenshmirtz's this is crazy. plans never work. That's Even what's so good about him. <laughs> no, no, that no. is why he is <laughs> so good. Alexei, you missed the point. No, no, no. Look, look, look. Alexei, no. Alexei, look. No. Guys, stop. No, you missed you miss the concept of the his plans can never truly work because he is truly not somebody who wants what he thinks he wants. Guy. Yeah, You're you crazy to say that he's not a villain. You're crazy. Somebody who somebody doesn't need to actually want world domination to be a villain. No, I'm just saying. No, what no, my point that, was is like that's the point. has the best backstory of any character of all time. So like, <laughs> that his parents didn't show up for him. Bro, like that gets traumatizing as fuck. The balloon, bro. The balloon. The balloon. Oh my god. Maybe I'm gonna do balloon. Maybe I'm flipping up. This is actually. I, I'm stumped. Homelander is awesome, They're so but good. I'm stumped. but <laughs> but Doofenshmirtz much worse than second is I, I. I gotta give it to Homelander. Like not, like it's Homelander. I, I think fucking, yeah, it's Homelander. Like we already talk about it. It's Homelander. And we more sections we have by the way. We have a bunch. We we should go quick. Here's what I'll quickly say about Homelander. There's never there are no other characters where, whenever they're in a scene, you're just sitting there like. I wonder if he's going to kill somebody right about now. It. Yeah, that's the thing, is you never yeah. know what he's going to do. And it's amazing. All right. We but do... I still think it's, I, I, yeah. I'm not yeah. letting it be unanimous. Yeah. I'm voting you for sure. three episode? We did. I was, I was when we were on the <laughs> golf course. you're on the green. <laughs> you're on the green. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was a camp. Okay, okay go. Yeah. All right, best game villain. We have N from Pokemon Black and White. Handsome Jack. Um, Wagner, you can put one for this. Uh, Joker from the Arkham series, and then Oryx from the Taken King. Uh, I, I, for those I of you who play Destiny, I definitely put Handsome Jack. Handsome Jack, yeah, Handsome Jack's What's an amazing guy, hundred percent. Or I've definitely heard it. Borderlands, Borderlands, uh, uh, Borderlands too. Um, I just think with Oryx, I've never walked into a fight with a villain and been like, I'm going to lose. Like, he is so imposing, and he just feels like such a classic villain. Like, you're just like, holy give me shit. Up, by the way, I, 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 by the way, give me I have a Gandhi from Civ 5, or Civ 4. Gandhi's like, you can't put anything from Civ as a villain. They're not Gandhi. villains. <laughs> you, can't, you can't put Gandhi was a villain in history. <laughs> we are not saying Gandhi's a no. villain on the podcast. Oh Do you guys know about this? 
Yes, I know what God is sick. Yes. On the podcast. God, I mean, if it's anything like what he did in real life. Dude, wait, listen. <laughs> no, he did not. Wait, Gandhi actually did fuck up. Dude, this is Ethan's push for British imperialism. Crazy. Overflow era, Logan, bro. It's classic comp side. It's so funny. Oh my god! No, I think I think it's I, I think it's like I'm not budging on works, dude. I think it's. Do you guys sucks. even? Uh, aside you from Logan, does anyone even know who N is? No. <laughs> okay, so Pokemon stories suck. Oh my god! <laughs> I love the Pokemon series, but nobody has ever accused a single Pokemon game of having a good story until N came along. Because each Pokemon game has like its evil team, the the guys that. When the plot crescendos, you have to stop. You, a 10-year-old, has to stop some crazy people from stopping, from ending the world. And the evil team of the black and white games is Team Plasma. And they actually had the most deep and uh, ideologically interesting team as a team, which was that they were fighting for all Pokemon to basically be freed from their trainers because they considered it evil that trainers would fight with their Pokemon. And at least that was the surface level uh, goal of the team, which was what N wanted as their leader. Because he was somebody who grew up around Pokemon. He can speak to Pokemon. He understands them. And then as the game goes along, um, you battle N a number of times, and he learns from speaking to your Pokemon, like how amazing a, a relationship between a trainer and a Pokemon can actually be. And he changes as, as the course of the game goes along to understand that it's not something that's ideologically terrible. And he changes Team Plasma, and it, it leads to what is actually a great story within the games. Now, I don't think anybody else is going to vote for him, but I needed to make it understood that he, he like actually presents a fundamental question to Pokemon that is way deeper than the rest of the series has any right to like approach sure uh, yeah i mean handsome jack black and white was awesome handsome jack's just like an extraordinarily charismatic villain and it's kind of like homelander like look correct me if i'm wrong but like handsome jack it's like a similar thing to homelander where you just like, can't take your eyes off him when he's on the screen yeah um, he's just like so entrancing and such a good villain yeah. the only he's thing so i'll say and, like personable it's yeah yeah the only thing I'll say for Oryx is, like, Destiny was never known in, your, in like, back in the day for having a good story. Now it does, but, like, back then it was never... The story was not a strong suit. Oryx comes in after you kill his son, and the first time you meet him, you just... You, you get your ass handed to you, and it's the first time you lose in the entire game, and the entire campaign against him, you're the one on your heels, like, trying to figure out how to defeat him and how to win. And it's a totally different experience than anything else in Destiny and anything else that's come since. And that final fight, that, like, the, like not even the raid. Forget the raid. So, that's not even, like, a level. It's, like, that's different. The final fight with Oryx in the campaign is... The problem is with Oryx, Jordan. Jordan, the problem with Oryx is, like, yeah. the motivation and, like, actual character character complexity in Oryx, like, isn't built that well in the Destiny storyline. You know what I mean? Like, 
It's not. No, he's you just kill, like an you evil killed his dude. son, and so he wants to avenge his son. But like, no, you killed his son. He yeah, wants but, to avenge his son. That's it. Like, like, it's very simple but, motivation. No, but that's not it, Jordan. Like, him and his son were that, that, wanting to like basically destroy like the whatever the big ball thing or whatever. Like, like it wasn't like it wasn't just it was just like evil. The all spark. <laughs> you know what's a good villain though? I didn't put it because I, I didn't have this list. I forgot to put this one. The flood would is what I would put from Halo. The flood are pure evil. The do we have to keep talking about? No, 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 no. <laughs> no I, I can't do. I can't. No, why, no, no, I can't do. We have eight minutes until Logan has to go, and like we can keep going after he goes, but I can't listen to another ten. I can give a rant. I think we should flood. vote. The flood are the best, but I know. I, I know. No. I'll I know. No. I think we should vote and keep Borderlands going. was scary as well. <laughs> Patrick, what are you? Uh, 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 Patrick, I don't you changing your vote. It's. I'll vote for the Borderlands guy, sure, whatever. Right, well then, then Patrick that's made a very good argument. I just that. wanted to make it understood that the most well, complex I that, character like, here. I, I could counter-argue it. It's like it's it's a Pokemon villain, and so inherently it's really hard to actually establish that much like, depth. That's a very or, like, interesting point. <laughs> I like, I, I, you actually made no, a yeah. interesting. Yeah, no, absolutely. I loved Black yeah, and White. Yeah, I loved Black like, and White, too. I just didn't pay attention to what villains. the villain was. I just fought the Pokemon in front of me, so... I didn't actually realize that that was the story, but I did play black and white, so I did play it. All right. Best, for best actor performance, we have Matt Damon in The Departed, Cillian Murphy as Thomas Shelby, Samuel Gillian. Jackson in Pulp Fiction, J.K. Simmons as uh, as uh, Fletcher in Whiplash, Fletcher. and J.K. Simmons Ooh. as Terrence Fletcher in Whiplash. Because it has to do J.K. Simmons' performance is so mind-blowingly because good. He steals every scene he's in. He has some of the best dialogue in the I almost put history. Miles Teller, he too. Miles Teller was my second. Like, he takes over the movie in a way that no other actor has Can I ever go, done. First thing, Departed is, is hella overrated. Shelby was... Yeah, I agree with that. Yes. I watched... Oh, my yes, God. It's, it's so not just overrated. overrated. I don't it's think it's that, that good. good. Logan, I saw... It. It's not that good. It's not that good. I saw it for the first time on a plane, and I was like, what's it's the big just deal? Like, like, not... Okay, and that I get it. Like, not even necessarily the best. Yeah. He doesn't stand out in the movie, either. Like... I think Leo's actually a better performance in that than Matt Damon is. The subtlety of the Matt Damon are way better. Like they're, than they're, Leo, but we don't have to get. No, I thought Matt Damon was better than Leo, but I didn't. It's like, not I don't Matt like Damon the Departed. Yeah, the it's, for this. it's not. It's not, it's not it's the Martian. Departed, and it is. Matt, I think it's arguably it's like Leo top five performance and Matt Damon. Well, the thing about Leo is like Shutter Island, and so it's Shutter like, Island is yeah. good performance by the way. I don't think I, Shutter Island is that good either. Leo's performance is really good in it. Leo's performance. No, listen, I, didn't, listen, I, didn't, I can, didn't like Shutter Island as a movie. I thought Leo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying, Logan. Yeah. The Departed, like, I wouldn't even consider Look, Matt Damon's in the discussion. Like, you're just way, way off on. No, I agree 100%. 100%. But I think you guys have a shit ton of recency bias because you like. No, I've watched and then the like, No, I've seen Whiplash five times. I've watched. It's just not that yeah, good. I, like, it's just not that good of a movie. Logan, I saw The Departed. Watched Whiplash and then you texted like, "Yo, this is the best." movie i've ever seen because whiplash life. is like one of the best yeah. it's my third on my best movie <laughs> yes it's insane logan i've seen the departed more Dude, recently than i've seen I, I agree it's a great performance patrick who did you put again i put killian murphy as tommy shelby i like yeah like i'm not gonna argue against that uh, like really good <laughs> i got i got i got i'm not gonna move on jk like it's it's, it's hard to Alexei, argue. We've run into Alexei. this before. It's hard to argue performances. I will say I watched Whiplash like over the course of a couple weeks in class recently, and he's pretty awesome. In it. <laughs> he's so but, like awesome. Miles Teller is also <laughs> okay too. Like 
I wouldn't put Miles Teller up there, but J.K. Simmons, I'll vote. 100%. Okay, are we good? Yeah. I voted... Alexa? Sorry. I I really like J.K. Simmons in Whiplash, and, like, I fought... or He was definitely my second choice, if not my first, but I really love Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction. Like... Yeah, dude. I don't even yeah. think that's like the best performance. It's not even top two in that movie. <laughs> wow, not even top two in the movie. All right, fine. I mean, like, I'm okay with J.K. Simmons, but fine, whatever. It might not uh, even be top. Two. Yeah, yeah. You can even stretch three. <laughs> like the guy who plays what? Br- what's his name? Bruce Willis or whatever is Bruce better Willis? in that movie than Samuel L. John McClane. And Loki, the yeah. guy. All right, the bodyguards and. Amazing- and Leo and uh, yeah. Jimmy Fox. Conti- All right, yeah. next one. Next. All right, next up. So best actress. So best actress performance. We have Kira Knightley as Elizabeth Bennet, Viola Davis uh, in Fences. I forget her character's name, but that is a phenomenal performance. Um, Ethan did not give us one for for this. Uh, next up, we have Meryl Streep as Miranda Priestly, um, and last but not least, Ethan's girlfriend. Every night they're together. Yeah, I saw that. That was fun. He's gone. You laughed. You laughed. Don't worry. Um, wait, what was that? I find it funny that Meryl Streep was nominated for both best and worst. yeah, best and worst. Oh yeah, that's good. Is he for worst. Is he not? Is he just not coming back? No, he, he was. He crashed. I don't have a huge hey, uh, opinion on this one. I'm back. Sorry, I left. Did you, you hear that? Did you hear that? Wait, did you, did you not hear, I didn't hear the, the nominations? I liked that. Yeah, ha, ha. It's Fences Viola Davis. <laughs> it's Fences Viola Davis. And it's not. That's a, yeah. an amazing. Was that my yeah. nomination? Yeah, yeah no. Fences, I agree like, with that. So I agree good. with that. Ethan, was yeah, that my nomination? Was nomination? It wasn't mine. It was yours. But, All right, so I think it was mine. That's, that's the right. Yeah. Yeah. It was Logan's. Viola Davis was so No, 100%. Viola Davis is insane. She's so. She was good in a. What's the space movie, too? It was just wow. It was, what, it was what's oh the what's the one where they go to space the they they're the NASA people hidden figures hidden figures she's amazing hidden figures as well but no nah, but she's uh, better in fences I'll, I'll I'll go fences yeah all right best reboot we have and this should not be a surprise to anyone uh Pride and Pred- Pride and Prejudice the two thousand five version Fair. uh the dark and then we have the Dark Knight trilogy the Dark Knight trilogy Family Guy and the Dark Knight trilogy you guys are uh, so uh, boring no it's the Dark Knight you had Family Guy no everything for everything name like three other reboots like yeah like, uh, that, guy, I was bro. thinking of one that was good name no, people don't know I could name Patrick, 20 Patrick, other reboots Patrick, I was like, trying so other hard reboots like, yeah, I I, Patrick, I, no Patrick I was trying so hard to think of one that wasn't the Dark Knight trilogy Family like, Guy technically the Lord of the Rings Technically, the Lord of the Rings trilogy that Peter Jackson is a reboot, but like Little Women, Little Women's reboot. Yeah, Little Women is terrible. I hate Women. No, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Little Women's reboot is one of the best films of the last five years. I don't want to fucking hear this. It's an amazing movie. It's really good. It's not the actress who plays Lady Bird or whatever, like who is in Lady Bird, she's fire. But like, Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, I like Florence Pugh better in 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 Little Women. But like, but Dark Knight trilogy is just so. I'm voting for Pride and Prejudice over that. Patrick, I'm with you, bro. I'll ditch my family. Uh, well, guys. The other th- you, you guys don't, you guys us. don't understand. I, I part of the reason why I nominated this, like, it, like, is just to talk about it because I saw it after we made our top ten movies list. So, 
but it is the best example of healthy relationship growth ever put to film. First of all, uh, it's the be- it's some of the best dialogue ever ever put to film. Um, the the period piece is some of the best production ever put to film. The, the way that it sets the scene and the performances. Uh, yeah. Kira Knightley and Matthew McFadden are delightful. I, so that's just the term for I would use for the whole can film. Can I add on something to what Patrick's saying too? Is It's one of the rare cases where like Pride and Prejudice, the original, is considered one of like the greatest movies ever. And I think the reboot was better. It's yeah. like it's one of those. I've seen I've I've seen small both cases where they rebooted something already amazing. I was thinking about one of the Disney stuff, like the Lion King, like live action shit. I didn't or like Mulan. I I didn't like it. Um, I will say y'all are underrating the Family Guy take, bro. Y'all don't realize that Family Guy was dead for like after three seasons, and they rebooted that shit, and it became sixteen seasons long. Like that's crazy. Dude, I think you're. It's not even over yet. That's and it's not sixteen. It's that. Unheard of, Ethan. As weird, Ethan, as weird as it is to say, I think you're underrating the Dark Knight trilogy. Like, I'm uh, like, like, it's just reboot. I just Batman. don't think it of like, I guess like genre. I don't think of like superhero movies. Did movie. not reboot an entire genre. Get no, out absolutely. Your, yeah. It no, came I mean, out the, the Dark Knight came out the same Batman year as Iron Man. Man. Batman Begins came out three years before, and it rebooted. Yeah, and the Spider-Man movies came out before that, so... Yeah, but I know... What are you, I, I, what are you on about? You guys just shill endless praise on these films without thinking. Dude, I, I'll give Pride and Prejudice, though. That, that'll be my take. That's my <laughs> No, I just think... Okay, I mean, sure. What are, what are the other... Logan and Lester, are we sticking with Dark Knight? Dude, haven't seen Pride of Prejudice. You guys have yet yeah. to name another reboot. Like I, 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 I have another reboot. I haven't seen. I'm not giving them. I have barely seen Family Guy. Like, Ethan, I, I Family Guy is one. Family like Guy is like of one guy. of my yeah. favorite TV shows the of all that. time. Besides it being on in the background, and like, like I don't watch Family yeah. Guy. I, I have nothing I else think to vote for. I don't know what you're mad about. I can't vote for anything else. <laughs> You have it on the background. Family Guy name. is a treasure, bro. Fuck off. Jack, Family I, Guy yeah. is the top three TV show of all time. That's a terrible yeah. All right. Best best romance we have. We, best romance. We have Casablanca, Love and yeah. Other Drugs, La La Land. Yeah, I got to go, guys. Um, Josh, you got to go. Finish it strong. I forget what the rest of my face were, but. Peace. Peace out, Logan. Anyways, we um, have. Okay, it's, okay, if we're tied, we're going to have to do some rock, paper, scissors. Uh, we have. Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy, Casablanca, Love and Other Drugs, La La Land, and Wagner. What was yours? Shallow. Romance? Shallow's romance. Oh, Shallow. Ooh, from, from A Star Wars. Not even yeah, close, cool. by the way. Not even close. Not even... I'm, I, I'm not even going to shift even... I'm not a fan of A Star Wars. Not born. even slightly. I, I just... Not even going to shift slightly. Dude, so you guys have, when's the last time you saw La La? When's the last time you La La saw La La Land was also amazing. So I don't think that's a terrible tip. That's the thing. No, I don't think La La Land gets up there. Not even close. Like here's not uh, the payoff for that relationship is not. No, Patrick, that's the point. The whole point of I know that I know that that's the point. I don't think it was. Okay, I don't care. (laughs) I don't think it was good that point. I said Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. Yeah, no, that was definitely a backbreaking relationship. Not even care, bro. It's not even close. Shut up, Jordan. (laughs) Wait, wait, did nobody else? Did nobody else hear that? Well, no, I didn't hear it. I saw, when, when somebody said Peter Parker was, they said, "Yeah, that was definitely a backbreaking relationship." Nice. Uh, 
there's just not as much depth. Um, like the love between Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker is just because in the comics they love each other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I can't. I can't put that as number one. It's <laughs> terrible. Tale. Yeah, hundred percent. I actually think that, that Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy is an. I don't think A Star Is Born is a good film. So you're on crack. That's, that's if you don't think that's, that's you don't have a soul. Patrick, a Star Is Born is an amazing movie. That's insane. No, A Star Is Born is an amazing movie. Like it's the not song the, best it, the song it's in the movie is good. Shallows is a good movie. He's back. He's back. No, it's it's an amazing it's an amazing movie. Um, I but I I just think La La Land is not only one of the best romances ever, one of the best romantic films ever made. What are no, you talking about bro. La La Land's good. Bro. La La no. Land's not like that's crazy. You don't understand. You guys get La La what happened in Shallow, bro. Like. You can't even imagine what yeah, Bradley Star Wars Cooper goes through. You're calling it the song. Like, the emotional trip that you go with on Bradley Cooper, Cooper from being this, like, depressed, like, drunky alone who's, like, has all this fame but, like, can't find this person and then finds this person out of nowhere, at, randomly at a bar, and devotes his whole life and love to helping her relationship and helping her grow as a person and then gets left behind and ends up fucking killing himself. Like, as the most popular Didn't artist. Didn't do it for like, me. That moment where Miley, <laughs> when Lady Gaga comes back to the garage and he's hanging there. Miley's like, tired. you can't even understand the emotions in that shit. No, it's all... You guys are soulless people. No, you can't. Like, it's... I bawled my okay. eyes out during it. It's not close. Ethan, it's all... I cried. Ethan, I cried during I the cried movie during... when it happened. It's awful. A hundred percent. La La Land just doesn't deal with that. No, no. Gwen Stacy like dies, but it doesn't build up to that, bro. Like it's the the depths of their relationships, like understanding the love through created with music and shit like that. Like it's just not close. It's not close with this one. Ethan, 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 you're talking about the movie itself. I'm saying purely the relation, the romance. Like, like I don't explain it to me, bro. It's just not the depth of the romance between love. Between between Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, it's amazing, and but it's, it's just the battle not between this level. No, it's the battle between your actual love for the person and you wanting to like grow into your own human being and love yourself. It, that's such an insane concept that no other film has like tackled in that way. And it's not true that no other film has tackled that in that way. In that way, and you see their love expressed in like. The, like, literally in like the color like, there's so Alexi, much what film, did you just, nominate like so good the, so the counterpoint that I'm gonna raise to all of these and if we're just doing this at a different fundamental level and you don't agree with this my problem is I just don't like the care like at least one of the characters in either of the romances that you just named oh I disagree. and that's what doesn't that does that, that just doesn't like it's not enjoyable for me to watch sure. as a result. I, 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 I get you, that you can say that like... Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy don't have amazing depth but they certainly have amazing chemistry they and they're chemistry. one of the most delightful of these yeah they're, they're as a result delightful to watch and uh, I'm not voting for La La Land or Star Is Born I didn't like either one that much Alexa what are you doing he is so frozen I'm not I'm just playing oh okay um uh <laughs> I voted for Love and Other Drugs, but I doubt anybody else has seen that movie. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it, so it's, it's a great movie. It makes it made me cry the first time I watched it. I like really just don't like La La Land. I really think it's a way over. Like, I don't really like A Star Is Born, oh but that mainly has to do with the ending. What do you not like, like about the ending? I like it more. It's just on so much. It's just a brutal. It's just a brutal. Ending. It's brutal and it's. But it's Lady Gaga's performance. It's not the brutality of it. That's not what I said. No, the song is amazing. I love not the just song. Shallow, though, but, the whole the whole soundtrack. 
Um, yes, no, yeah, fine, whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, to me, the ending is so unsatisfying. And, like, right. I do agree that in Tasm 1 and 2 that the, the romance really is, it comes from the comics. It comes like, the only the truly yeah. sad part is... Yeah, 100%. is is when she dies, but that's like, like I'll vote. I don't get the like fundamental better of the three. I don't get the like bias against two people just being attracted to each other. That is not the level of other two. Like La La Land and Shallow just are way deeper and more. I'm sorry. How is the how is the beginning of the romantic relationship in La La Land different from the beginning of the romantic? It's not the beginning. It's the journey that they go on. I don't think that Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. First off, first off. The fact that both A Star is Born and La Land are able to accomplish this incredible romantic journey in one film, whereas Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy... Okay, both, no, that's not a criteria. Actually, okay. That's not a Okay, fine, fine. Okay, even beyond that, though, I think, like, like, I am so much more invested in the actual romance itself in both A Star is Born and La La Land... Then I Bro, am in Peter, Peter Parker, Parker and Gwen Stacy's relationship the is romance is just like that. Peter Parker wants to protect her, and Gwen Stacy wants to help him. Like it's it's a cool trope, and I love Spider Man. Like Spider Man's maybe my favorite character, of, like like superhero character of all time. So like I get, I love the right. thing. It's just not as deep as these other two. Yeah, I, I, I well, well, I don't like I don't like using the word deep because it is a very deep relationship. I just don't think it's portrayed like at the same level I, as I, Star Wars. I would, or La La. I could not vote I for voted Spider-Man first at all. Like, Ford. if it has to go to La La Land, it has to go to. La- I think it's shallow by a landslide. But Alexei, no, I said I said I'm voting first. Uh, Ethan, no, I know. Dad? I heard you. I'm going shallow. shallow. Okay, let's go all. shallow then. We're going shallow. Uh, uh, Star Wars. Ford. Stop calling it shallow. Yeah, shallow is so all long. my votes. By the way, next up, this whole. Best up, best best dramatic scene. Uh, we have. Oh, oh my god! It actually crazy. is all of your votes for the rest of the list. Uh, we have what lies beyond from Gravity Falls. Luke, I am your father from Star Wars. Which like no, wait, not the Luke thing. You went with the Gravity Falls call. That's crazy. I no, I then we have right? then yeah. we have the then we have the suicide scene from Shallow, which I actually well we'll get to that in a second. Then Alexei says, "Luke, I am your father." Um, and then I it's put, not Luke. I'm your father. This is what I was mad about. It was no, I am your it's father. No, no, I am your, I am your father. father. Okay, okay, whatever. And then I put the "Are you a rusher or are you a dragger?" scene from Whiplash, which is just one of the most intense. Also up like, there scenes. But I don't think it's even the. I don't think that's even the, the best scene in the movie. Scene. So oh no, no Whiplash. It's not. What would you put? What would you put as a scene in Whiplash then? If not, because I was joking. The ending, ending scene where he takes over the thing. Oh, that's, that's a that's, better dramatic scene. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah Rusher yeah, or Dragger, that was good too. It's probably I'm changing to that. No, 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 you're right. I'm changing to the ending because the ending shot is unbelievable. Um, but I feel like, yeah, even with what we have, I just, with the suicide scene in Shallow, I actually think it's a poorly done scene. Like the actual filming of the scene, what I did don't you want? Think you want to see Bradley Cooper hanging from a fucking ceiling? Is that what you wanted? You were no, giving that no, to psycho. No. <laughs> what are you talking about, Ethan? It's a perfectly made Ethan, movie. Shut up. All of you are stupid. It should have won every category. All of this. I just don't want to be an asshole. Over okay. here. You're an idiot, Shallow, Ethan. You have yeah, yeah. Like no, no. It's not. I'll give it to I, you I, that it's I, probably not no. the most dramatic scene here. I, I'm probably not going to go. It's also just like, what's the most dramatic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give it to you. That's probably not. That. I, yeah, and I think for that, like, even like, I think the ending scene in Whiplash is one of the greatest endings ever, and I love everything about like from when he gets on stage to when 
uh, he plays the final hit of the drums. Like, it's absolutely perfect. But at the same time, No, I Am Your Father is, like... Like, the fact that we have not put a single you can't, song... Yeah, I, I know that it's iconic. You can't put a scene with acting like that as the best dramatic scene. <sighs> no! It's you not can't you. No, no, no. Whatever, bro. Calm down. Calm your Patrick, hands. Patrick, I get it that. It's not even I, close No, Patrick, I get solid. that. Patrick, I get that. I just don't... I, I honestly feel ashamed that in this entire list, we're not going to have a single thing. Star Wars isn't that good. Patrick, Which please. is wild. I feel ashamed we're not going to have a Patrick, single thing from Gravity stop. Falls. Please explain yourself. <laughs> okay, so it, I'm talking wait, specific. I, wait, okay, hold on. Wait, let me leave. Wait, yeah, Patrick, I also I'm have not seen Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Yeah, no, I'm watching Gravity Falls. It's not, it's no spoilers. Or, or no, wait, no major spoilers. So I'm going to explain that. So this was a toss-up. Um, between the actual ending scene of Gravity Falls, which is not the one that I chose, um, and the very end scene of that's the one. Okay, one good. That's the one you're talking about. 100. It's this one, which is which is called it's it's or at least the YouTube video that it, it's on is called What Lies Beyond. And I know I talked about Gravity Falls uh, in the last episode, but I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> so season one of Gravity Falls. Is and season two of Gravity Falls are very different. Um, season one of Gravity Falls is almost all filler. There are a couple episodes with like minor story beats that you do see later in the show impact the greater story of the show, which is amazing. But for the most part, you're going through season one to get to season two. And the final two episodes of season one are where that changes. There's actual story and there's like a, a battle that has significant impact and then um the ending scene of the last episode of season one of gravity falls is teased all the way back in the very first episode of the show the events of the episode have nothing to do with the greater story but then in the very end of that episode you see that uncle that grunkle stan presses some buttons on a vending machine and the vending machine opens and he go and he checks around the room and then he goes behind it. <laughs> Nothing about that for the rest of the season until the very end of the show. Because he's picked up this journal and there are three numbered journals and Real he's quick, picked up the number I, I muted my sound, so just like wave your hands when you're done. Okay. It's not money spoilers. And he's picked up the number two journal. Um and he's picked up the number three journal. And you know now, because there's a two and three, that there's a one somewhere out there. And you know that these journals have some deep things going on behind them. And then the the theme song of the oh. show, like, twinkles in the background as he goes behind the vending machine, and then he goes into an elevator. And the moment he goes into the elevator and the twinkle ends, just drama. <laughs> drama starts building. He... You, he unveils that he has the first journal. He lays them all outside, lays them all out next to each other, and starts working on a on a big project. Basically, starts working on something huge, this big machine, and um, you instantly it, it, it basically like what we said about Kung Fu Panda two in the finale, how it bridges the gap between the the comedic first film and the serious second one it bridges the gap between the first season focused on filler and the second season focused on lore and mystery and drama. And it does that through the Grunkle Stan character and like 
the the mystery around him and his past and what he's working on. And that's not to like I'll stop. I'm going on a rant, so I'll stop talking about the scene. But that's none of that is to mention the score, which sounds like it's out of the Nolan Batman. Films. <laughs> Honest to God, guys. Okay, Patrick. All right. Or, so uh, wait, Jordan, yeah. are you unmuted? So I'm just gonna yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do a yeah. little like override here. Um, as someone who has seen every scene that you're talking about, it's um, it's the Gravity Falls one. Just like all I'll say, but but right, but there's two other people it, on here. All I'll say, what is your vote? It's not particularly close. Like Patrick can't even go into depth because you just basically have to watch the season Whiplash. of Gravity Falls. Well, let's say staying Whiplash. So we've now come to the end. But you haven't, I haven't, but I've seen, seen, the, I haven't seen, Gravity Falls. I've seen the Gravity Falls scene. But I'm not. No, but the problem like, is, yeah. the problem is with the Whiplash scene. Just let me give you my argument here. The problem is, is you don't understand like yeah, the setup and the com- like the simplistic, the sim, the simplicity of the characters in Gravity Falls throughout the filler season. Like they're just building the their like relationship. You're understanding the characters more. That's why it's all filler. Just so you right. know who the characters are. And like this, like not only the plot twist in the drama, it's just so better built up. Like you can't do that in a movie because there was just like. You like you can't get it because it's a whole season of TV building up to a scene that you don't know is going to happen until it does. You know what I mean? Like it's slightly foreshadowed. I th- I get that. Look, look, I get that. I just think the ending of Whiplash is one of very very few endings in film. That is literally taking flawed. your guys' you word no, 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 on no, like Patrick, so many Patrick. things today. I've given so many concessions today. But Patrick, please Patrick, take my like, word for this. No, but and give Jordan, this Jordan, as someone who has Whiplash as his third greatest movie of all time. Like, and who right. doesn't have Gravity Falls as his, like, top thing? Because I think there's problems with season one. No. It, uh, there's, there are so but, many problems and, but with they Gravity sacrifice, Falls. They sacrifice but this, season one this, for this scene. Team. Like, you don't understand. Like, the season of television. And I'm not and mad about it. Up, I'm not mad about it. I'll give it you to you. You have to trust me as someone who watched both of them to know that it's Gravity Falls. I'll give it to you. All right. Even though that Whiplash yeah, is amazing you. as well. All right. Next. No. I'll give it to you. All right, next up, best comedic scene. We have uh, Thor meets the Guardians of the Galaxy in Infinity War, specifically that really? entrance. What? Uh, then we have the... That is that's uh, terrible. Which, which I, I, Who I, was that? Was that you, Patrick? Uh, then we have... This, yeah, that but was that was Patrick. funny. That was one. No. It, not the best comedy. <laughs> All right, well, I have to hear what your guys' well, take are. Then we, then we have the tiger scene from the first Hangover movie. Um, next up, Evan watched. Next up is Morty, you dirty dog from Rick and Evan Morty, watched. which is a great that's, scene, but that's whatever. Wait, I you put slash something, Jordan. Jordan, no. I put slash something. Did you see that? Oh, slash Smith fucked the captain's from daughter. I don't know what that's from. Street, bro. Oh my god. Oh, I, I know Jones what you're talking about with that. Ever, bro. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that might be. I have seen that scene. Yeah. No, I put. I put the uh, less gross in oh my god, from Tropic about Thunder, that. which is right, oh my god, right, which I think is the Tom Cruise one. Yeah, I think it's the funniest. Except scene for Patrick, no, I think it's the funniest scene in film history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget that. The less Grossman phone call in Tropic hey, Thunder. Didn't even, even inter- you didn't even say what mine was. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, let's say put the newscaster brawl from Anchorman, which it's is not, not no. the funniest scene. It's in nothing from an Anchorman. Just, nothing no, from no, an no, Anchorman no, movie. No, no, I, yeah. I'm changing mine. Like uh, my, mine is okay. away. I, I just couldn't think of anything else. I mean, you just. Okay. My, I think the reason that mine is like considered so bad compared to these is because I was doing like a scene where comedy is extended like over a duration like of a scene which scene did i think 
because like this i'll give it to the super bad one that that's hilarious it's so funny but it's not like that long right it's like a really yeah. funny quick bit yeah no, no 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 it's a very funny scene the less grossman phone call first off i haven't watched of tropic pure, thunder there's just pure dialogue it is so well written it is so every line is so perfect and you can't okay it's, wait. It's, it's it's the funniest scene in maybe the funniest <laughs> so movie funny. ever made <laughs> all right fine let's grossman yeah let's all right done cool. done um cool. yeah all right best action scene uh, I wish Logan was here for this because he would agree with me. He didn't in his list, but he would when he heard mine out loud. Um, but oh, we have shit. It- Patrick's is crazy. Yeah, Patrick's is a great scene. So we have, but I won't do it in the same order, new different order. So we have the elevator fight in Captain America, yeah. the Winter Soldier. Um, then we have the final fight in Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, then we have um, the Creed Two boxing scene. Uh, then we have, Ethan, you just shook your head. That was your nomination. <laughs> you just, you just should. Okay. I just have a movie. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. then we have It Man versus the Ten Black Belts, which is an amazing scene. Um, but I'm changing I put, mine to that. I that put, okay. was a fucking amazing. Scene. I put I put the Charge of the Rohirrim from Return of the King, which is not only the greatest fight scene ever, one of the greatest scenes ever shot. Like cinematography is amazing. The way they use the score to symbolize what's happening in the actual scene is unbelievable. The emotion, like you you genuinely feel how three, nine hours of film have brought you to that moment. Um, I, I like re- I will rewatch just that scene. Without the rest it's got of the nothing on Donnie Yen, bro. It's got nothing Man, on Donnie I will Yen. say, It Man versus the Ten Black Belts is probably the best choreographed fight scene ever. It's not just choreography, bro. It's storytelling. It's that a great fight scene. Amazing. I, I'm voting for that. Like, you can't yeah, Ethan, let Ethan say his Creed 2 thing, because I'm sorry, Ethan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do it, man. Like I got that. Let me just give the ride of the Rohirrim spiel, just because I because I, I, I thought you, you didn't know. already. Didn't you already no, talk about? No, no, I know. No, but why can we just without, like? Well, uh, no, but, uh, without being hyperbolic, without being hyperbolic. The scene before of lighting of the beacons is awesome, but what I think that easily the best part about ride of the Rohirrim is you have like this pan over all of the armies that are attacking Minas Tirith. And the scene, like, there's no magic, there's no superhero, there's no crazy explosions or anything like that. You just have this group of normal people who have ridden across the land to go fight for a country that would never fight for them and are charging into certain death, all because they believe in two hobbits. Like, you have all of this insane stuff happening that is all the result of literally two just basically kids who are fresh out of college and the, like, you have them charging into, into the armies of Mordor, like them turning around, and the sun rises as they go down. The speech of Thanon is amazing, and it, it's so inspiring. It's just everything about it. It's like, like it's a almost a better, as awesome as the portal scene from Endgame is, which is one of the best, like, payoff moments, uh, you know, in, in any modern film, to see the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe together for the first time. The Ride of the Roharam is just phenomenal. It is so good. Um, yeah, I love everything about that. All right. Our last category. Wait, no. We didn't actually talk about the event scene. Oh, sure. Okay, Do you want to give it? Yeah, it's just Okay. So, yeah. So just to talk about why we're voting for this, this scene. The Ip Man movies, they're super consumable. 
they're not very good. They're fine. There's like not that much actual storytelling happening in the Ip Man movies at a face value of plot and events unfolding. No, and you the don't last, realize. The no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't realize, especially in the first Ip Man movie, that they're doing a different kind of storytelling until this scene, because the storytelling is the character growth and everything about Ip Man is being told through the way that he fights. So he's a super calm, kind, uh, just man who doesn't go out of his way to hurt people and is unbelievable at martial arts, but doesn't flaunt it, doesn't do anything like that. And then when his country is wracked by war and invaders take over and one of his friends is killed by them, he decides to put on a show of strength by advocating to take on 10 black belts at once. And you would think, oh, this is such a cool scene. Oh, this guy is like a hero, all that. And the movie does not play like that. The score, nope. which, by, by the way, the Ip Man theme, like, is one of the best just yeah. movies. It sounds so cool. But the score is tragic. He's fighting with pure rage. And you can tell, like, obviously he wipes the floor with these ten guys, but even the way in which he challenges them, like, it's sort of like what you're saying, Ethan, of, like, he doesn't care whether he can take these guys out or not. He He's in a frenzy. He's willing to, like, put himself on the line and kill himself for this. And that's the way that the story is being told. And people, the criticism of the Ip Man movies is that Ip Man doesn't change throughout them. And I think getting into the later ones, that's a fair criticism. But you can see in this first one the marked shift in how he views the world and how he views his own martial arts and what his martial arts are capable of through this scene, which on top of it, the Ip Man movies have some of the best choreography yeah. in any movies. I just think, I so. think there's more realism of this similar thing in Creed. Like boxers actually die in the room. You know what yeah. I mean? And I just, they build the characters way more as actual human beings. than I feel like in Ip Man, so that no one's arguing. No, but because you, of that, the action scene is worth more. Like it's worth more that these but characters no, are but kill I haven't seen Creed. I don't think I, it's inherently worth more to have something be more realistic. I, I think presenting Ip Man. That was the thing. Way more than I could admit. But I think presenting Ip Man as this larger-than-life figure throughout the whole movie who just can't be dealt with, and then you don't change that with this scene. He's never in, like, though it, it's a tense scene, but, like, after the fact, you look back, and he was never in danger. They, they never had a chance of beating him. But presenting him as this larger-than-life figure and then putting him in this, this situation where you're like, is this even good? What's no, happening and I, right I, now? And I get what you're and, saying, and I'm okay voting for him. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm okay voting yeah. for it. I get what you're saying. Like, your argument is, it's fair. So, I, I yeah. we can move on. Yeah. Yeah. But I just wanted uh, to do that yeah. scene of yeah. justice. So. Next up, best, yeah, no, 100%, 100%. Next up, best movie song, uh, Patrick. This Ma- is the last category, by the way. Yeah, 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 last one. Yeah, we'll do the actual Celsius Awards, like, later this week or something. <laughs> um, Patrick did not give a nomination, so we have. Yes, I did. I gave two nominations. You did not give me one. All right, hold on. I'll paste them in. Okay. Uh, I gave Loki two. You just said that song from Mulan, you know which one, which is <laughs> nice. not particularly nice, helpful. Nice. Uh, that's a, that's a uh, so, we, so, <laughs> so we can move on from that. Um, Ethan put Shallow, 
pretty obviously. We then have From Now On from The Greatest Showman. Um, and, uh, oh, oh, sorry. oh, yeah, Patrick, you did. I'm sorry. Right, yeah. Your first one, I'm going to say, doesn't count because that's not technically a film. But song. say it. Like, just to. Okay. So, Patrick put Lose Yourself. Oh, which I was going to put Lose Yourself. Wait, wait, wait. Why does Lose Yourself not count? That's. Because it's not because it's because it's it's part of the movie's soundtrack. It's not yeah, like it's not like a film away. song. It's like kind of there. No, Ragnar, Ragnar. If we're doing films that are part of a movie's soundtrack, then I'd put like the Star Wars theme as as the best movie song. Okay, okay, right. Okay, which okay, is, like, you would okay. be wrong. <laughs> Over lose yourself. Lose yourself is but, a good. Time. Okay. Anyway, give me the. But, it, but no, no, no. Patrick Ragnar is "I'll Make a Man Out of You," which is is fantastic. Um. So I'm I'll Make a Man Out of You. Then we have Logan's one is ridiculous. I don't know what the hell that means. Logan's have, is it's just Mulan. But the No, that's also one, I make a man out of you. That's also okay. all okay, 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 okay. Uh then we have Shallow from now on from The Greatest Showman and Tonight from West Side Story. Um I'll defend tonight. Tonight is the I only... love by the way, Alexa, I love the from now on take. Oh, no, from now on is amazing. Even... Tonight is the only no. whatever. No, I love Sean. Shut up about Listen. Shallow. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I actually refuse to vote Shallow. Um, from sorry, tonight is one of the only like musical movie songs where a I actually understand what it's saying about. If he the pulls plot out and, a guitar and starts playing, them, oh my I, god! I, I dude. Dude. <laughs> Can you mute him? Yeah, yeah. Wait, is he? Am I even allowed to? Does they, do they let me do that? You can kick him, I think. No, I don't think I can. They don't actually let me kick him. Okay, well, I'm okay for him to play the oh, song. I just oh, no, I can't, I can't remove him. I can't remove him. Um, or, dude, it actually tells me what platform Ethan's on. That's set. Ethan, can you... Wait, what do you mean? It tells me that he's can on iOS. Can you stop so that we don't have to kick you, please? Tell me yeah. something! Can you tell that... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Wait, okay. you, you guys are all wrong. That I want a porno you guys are all wrong. Like, wrong. Like, you're okay. objectively wrong. Not so with tonight, but so with wrong. Tonight, but continue. Okay. So with Tonight and West Side Story, it is one of very few, like, musical movie songs where I understand what it's doing in the plot. The actual song itself is phenomenal. The music behind the song is amazing. The choreography is outstanding. You have all of the emotions that have built up through the film between the sharks and the jets. And you have the couple plant these, like, white kids, like the Puerto Rican kids, which is the entire ethos of the movie that is that all comes out in this one song and you get the feeling that they're trying to convey that like nobody actually wants to be you say they're all going to do something that's you know is going to end badly like you know that this is going to go terribly wrong and that someone is going to die but they're all singing in this way where like it, it's like a false sense of inspiration where they're all trying to be like like inspiring to each other, even though you can see at their core, they're all just terrified kids, and it's it's phenomenal. So I I love tonight. Um, but yeah, I want to hear I want to hear you guys's you guys. Stuff. I'm not doing shallow. Like I refuse to do shallow. I'm just gonna wait. Till see, I the problem is I haven't I haven't heard that song or watched West Side Story. Dude, so I'll, I'll get that out of the way. But you could, um, but you could just like concede Patrick, and like give me Patrick. a bone. It's not even. I've given you guys plenty movie. of bones. It's not even memorable. In the um. Movie. So the thing. What do you mean about, it's not memorable in a movie? Take, Jordan, you're, I've watched West Side Story. You're what? What other song besides? No, you. We've actually just made him mad because we're not going to vote for this. He's just the movie. It's one of the most iconic songs. I'll make a man out of you. And, like, that's the only one I would consider. I'll make a man of you. The thing is, just, like, I'm not going to argue 
like an incredible amount of depth throughout. It's just a great song. No, it but is. It's what I will argue, like in terms of um, storytelling, is that I think um, the Mulan remake highlighted everything that was great about the original Mulan. Like, like after the fact, obviously not I in the Mulan. Wrong, okay? <laughs> um, right, like, really I, well. Because they made us you can, clear why we love Mulan. Yeah, it, it made me appreciate yeah, no, the original Mulan more because I'll Make a Man Out of You is the reason that nobody complains about Mulan. Like, yeah. is the reason that Mulan's growth and ability to fight against men like, um, what's his, whatever the Hun's um, is, name is. Is it Hella the Hun? No. To defeat no. the Hun. Um, the Hun! But, but, okay. <laughs> nice harmonizing. <laughs> um... <laughs> But that song and the events that unfold in it is really short-form storytelling done to perfection. Okay, fair. Yeah. Alongside a great vocal performance and Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan does the Chinese dub, so. Yeah, no, no, I'll give, I'll give it, like, I'll make a out of you is my favorite okay, Disney Alexei, song. Okay, do you want to I think. Ever. No. Before he says anything, my only problem with From Now On is I don't even think it's the best song in the movie, but it is a great song. Wait, no, Loki, See, the, though, thing the, is, great, no, the greatest show is Loki, the best song in that movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, uh, the greatest show soundtrack version is up there. In the movie, it's broken up yeah, into it, different halves. Yeah, no, 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 the, yeah. the soundtrack version. That's what I'm saying, the soundtrack version. But only, I, think, the, I think songs like, um, God. No, the thing it? I don't like about From Now On, it's not even the song itself. It's the stupid, it's the one scene in the choreography. No, the what dance is so good. That's no, why no, this song no, is up no, there. No, Patrick, Patrick, the dance Are you about is to dance great, first but when they do like this thing, yeah, when they do <laughs> that thing, it is that's, that's, that's such cool no, choreography. It's so Are you dumb. kidding? No, that no. is the, maybe one of the worst pieces of, like, I could, like, I'm trying to be invested Jordan, in the song. Jordan, when they, you do it, it looks stupid. When they do it, it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. No, it's but just, the, whatever. Romantically, Rewrite the Stars is one of the best, just, like, I think in Rewrite movies, the Stars I think. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, I think fun-wise, yeah, I think fun-wise, the Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron one. It, oh, what is that? Yeah, what is that one called? That's a great one. In the bar, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and choreography, because, um, I, I don't know, I saw this fun fact somewhere. The bartender in that scene, like, is the choreographer. Oh, that's and cool. It's just super... No, the stuff with the drinks it, is so cool. The way that they're playing with their environment, like, this is yeah. a weird comparison, but it's like Jackie Chan action scenes. No, 100%. Like, really the environmental utilization. But obviously, no, I, don't think that's like, I don't think it's on the same level of quality as something like I'll Make a Man Out of You, which yeah. is actual just, uh, like, it, it's it's like a movie within a movie. Yeah. No, what I'll say for, like, I'll Make a Man Out of You is I I would not have ever put any of the songs from The Greatest Showman on this list. Not because I don't think they're great songs. I love The Greatest Showman. They're great songs they're is amazing. the thing. But I just, they don't stay with me. I'll make a man. They stay with me. They're in my head. That's a random thing. I'll make a man. No, but it's it's not. I'll make a man of you. No, here's the thing. I'll make a man out of you stays with me on a song level and on a movie. Yeah, that's the thing. The greatest showman songs stay with me on a song level. Yeah. I'll make a man out of you is like also an amazing scene of the movie. It's not just the song. It's also just an amazing way to move. It's important that how it plays into the plot is important. 
Well, I think it's hard to compare just the quality of the the music, like yeah, that, just the music that, when you're talking about the greatest and all yeah, that. Like, it's also the role I think when it goes plays a great in, song in the and then another level. Can I can I like, talk about Shallow yeah. now? It's also the role. <sighs> no, no, sure. You stop, have guys. To, sure. I need to you know. To? You no, already no, no 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 no. Forget about the movie for a second. You already I, talked no, about you, it. I didn't talk about the song at all. <laughs> no, but it, no, but I will like be forever done with this podcast like i will completely leave excelsior if you guys do not actually take an open mind on this so just let me know and i will never go on another excelsior episode but it's not please about having an open you can blackmail on. me but the thing is that <laughs> please, i like please never you're not on. going to change my mind because i've heard shallow so no, many times but i've seen this i don't know me. that you no, all have an open are... mind and you're not just deciding that shallow why don't you what talk are... about it I mean, I'll let you I've talk about it. Butter, butter. Butter. I've seen A Star Is Born three. Butter. I've seen A Star Is Born three times. Shallow used to be like, like it's on some of my playlists. But you're I, not. You don't even know what I'm going to talk song? about. So I need to know that you have an open mind. Okay. You haven't okay. decided have that Shallow mind. is going to be. This better be the best okay. argument yeah. I've yeah. ever dude, heard. Dude, Wagner, you're, you're going to put Ethan, everything Ethan, else to Wait. Time out. Time out. I don't have an open mind. And I never want to see you come back on here. <laughs> also, Sai is jerseys only today. And yeah. Ethan's and he's gone. Yeah. All right. Um, so he'll I'm come back yeah. and he'll talk. No, he, he's going to come back and talk. Yeah, he's going to come back. Probably. No, that's my RA yelling at me because I'm being cute. Somebody all want to talk about until we uh, so wait, well away from um, um, Yo, who's excited for Overwatch Two, guys? Dude, I heard I saw Overwatch Two getting flamed for some of their free. No, oh, okay, Alexei, we'll we'll off. end the podcast after this category, and then I'll talk about Overwatch Two with you. Can guys, I, Alexia, I actually need to know that? Wait, 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 Patrick, yes. Patrick, Patrick, Patrick do we want to do an Overwatch Two podcast? Fine, maybe so. down the line. Maybe, Alexia, okay. this is actually Whatever. important to me. I need to know that you have an open mind. I haven't, Ethan. I want to say. Like, with how well you Wait, presented actually, your argument for not being worst gamer, and we still didn't do that, this better oh, yeah, be this twice as good be, as that argument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. I just want to say, by the so, way, me and Alexia are in a Madden You were robbed right in now. that category, Me and Alexia, by the Alexia way. are doing a Madden franchise right now, and I'm kicking his ass. So, worst gamer by ass again, by the way. Just I, I will say, I didn't vote I didn't vote for you for worst I, gamer. I took your argument. Okay. I took it out of pity, just but listen. I took it. Okay, so, you guys have heard Wait, a million times. Wait, I'm out. I'm out. You guys have heard Shallow a million times. Wait. Definitely overplayed. Yeah. Um, really good song just from, like, a guitar perspective, like, the finger-picking pattern, and, like, I think the lyrics are really good. But that's not why I put it. It's not my favorite song ever, right? It's not even my favorite song to be in a movie ever. That's not... And, like, it helps me pick up women, but, like... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. He's talking about musically. No, 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 no. Okay, like, okay. like, it's not my favorite song like just purely a song you know what i mean like sunflowers oh banger. you're saying objectively like, you know what i mean like okay scared of the dark clears but... scared of the dark is what i actually work out, actually to, actually I work out to that shit every time but that's just crazy that's an amazing call patrick but anyway the reason why i voted shallow is because what shallow can do in the movie shallow is way more than any of your it's songs not like, called shallow no but how influential the song is in the actual movie 
it's just like exponentially more influential on a plot perspective than anything you guys were saying. And if that's not the spirit of the like category, then like go ahead. But when you're talking about that next level stuff, the like what makes what makes one of the reasons why I think Lady Gaga and um, Bradley Cooper's relationship is so amazing. What like I strive for personally as a human is like to have that relationship with a song. You know what I mean? Like with someone else, you know what I mean? Like, like what Lady Gaga's life is in that movie and her like songwriting, but just being a waitress. Um, or she's like, she's like a singer at this small bar and people love her at the small bar, but she has like no life goals and no aspirations. And she's just generally unhappy in life with this person like Bradley Cooper, who's this washed up artist who like still sells out concerts with a bunch of old people, but he's clearly moved on, right? Like people have moved on in society from him. So he's also super alone. He never had the family relationships or the romantic relationships or friend relationships with anyone. So he just decides to get out of his fucking limo from the movie to just go to a random bar because he has literally nothing to live for. And them both coming together through this song that Lady Gaga wrote, but Bradley Cooper perfects in the movie and then performs like not only creates a such a strong relationship with them in the movie, but makes the whole like makes you care about the characters for the rest of the movie. And the way they do it in the movie specifically with Bradley Cooper deciding to play the song in front of the whole concert who doesn't know that he's going to play this song and then calling Lady Gaga on the stage. And I don't know if you guys have ever performed live before like that, but the nerves that Lady Gaga must feel in that moment. I did karaoke just, last week. <laughs> That, that's close. <laughs> but the, the nerves that she must have felt, like, like, I just appreciate, like, you can look at my top 10 movie list, but I just appreciate realistic, raw, relatable emotions more than, like, something like Mulan, where it's just not as influential as a plot. It's not as good of a song. And I will give you that it's the reason why, like, the Mulan, like, I totally get your point there. And if we're not going to vote for My Shallow, then I'm going to vote for Mulan. Like, I get what you're saying. I just think, like, the idea of, like, advancing the plot is so much further in a movie that's based around, like, named after the fucking song in the movie for good reason. Like, plot-wise, it is the, like, it just drives everything. And, like, the, at the end where, like, Bradley Cooper's still trying to get that from her like, through that song, but she's kind of moved on to her own fame without him, Le like, drives him to kill himself. Like, like to drive, to have a song, like, be a component of driving someone to suicide is, like, such a big deal. Like, it's just, like, like the way they use that song throughout the movie till the, basically the very end. And I could have made other songs in that movie, too, because there's also a bunch of other bangers. Bradley Cooper has a solo, and then Lady Gaga's solo at the end is perfect. It's just, like... It's a movie about performers. So I just like, I, I feel the same way about uh, um, Greatest Showman, where it just can't have as much impact. Like Mulan's song genuinely can't have as much impact on the movie as Shallow does. And I just think it's a really good song as well, too. Like, I just, I think it's the right call. Like, other lists have it as the top movie thing. Like, I was looking at lists. Obviously, there's other ones that are compared as well. It's just like... It's a call that should, like, we're acting like it's, like, some ridiculous thing that I'm bringing up shallow, but it's not my, like, gamer call or even my Creed 2 call. Like, this is known as one of the best songs in movies, and, like, I understand, like, I love shallow. It's one of my favorite movies, so I'm a little biased, but I just, I, I genuinely do think it's one of those things where it's just, like, the right call. Like, I, I genuinely believe this more than, like, any, maybe any of the other categories we've talked today. I have not been more confident than in this one. 
and I know you guys aren't going to vote for it, and that's okay. But I just I see the thing I is, know it's right. You know what I mean? And that's why I get frustrated. Like, my thing with, uh, but I, I I require, and maybe we're doing this on different criteria. But I understand everything you're saying about plot. I understand everything you're saying about emotion, all that. And I'm willing to set aside the fact that I don't really like A Star is Born to hear that argument. But my prerequisite is that the song must be a 10 out of 10 to even be considered. Anytime and Shallow for, is for an me, amazing, amazing song. It was like number one on the top chart. If, if, if that's just a subjective thing, then... I'm sorry, but no, I don't. I don't love that song. I never did, even when it was on the top charts and playing on the radio. But like, then you just but like you're really gonna like, fault the I, greatest I, movie song ever because you have bad music taste. You know what I mean? Like it's like <laughs> it's just like like it has it has almost two billion plays on Spotify. Like it's not like we're talking about some like yeah, but so does like no, no. Whatever you're about to say doesn't have two billion plays on Spotify. Whatever song you're about to say does not have two billion plays. Right, okay, Ethan, 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 I get, I, 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 a hundred percent. There are, I, I am sure. He, oh, he's, okay, he's gone. He has fixed. Well, I don't. I was directly addressing him, so I don't really know what to do. <laughs> Dude, this kid has to fix his computer. Do you guys like the poster I put up in my room? What is it? I can't really see it. So I'll show you. Oh, I have to disconnect my monitor. Fuck. Is that? What is that? I can't read that, bro. Your 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 camera's in like ten. I keep on I keep on getting yeah, booted. Gentle. I keep on lagging out. Sorry. Right, but honestly, what does it say? We were looking at Alexei's poster while you left. Ethan. It says, "Gentlemen, Here, here's to Fight Club. Like first rule of fight. It's a Fight Club poster. Uh, okay. I have an Animal House poster. Ethan, it's okay." <laughs> You've been Animal House was Yeah, it's house. funny. I'll show it to you after. What? How is that sick? That Dude, really Animal House is a great Animal House movie. <laughs> How did Patrick, Patrick, nominate Patrick, that for Patrick, Patrick. The, the thing is, Ethan, I could, yeah, like, I don't know the, the numbers of songs, like, in general, but I guarantee there are songs out there with 2 billion plus plays on Spotify that you do not No, like. but, like, so that just yeah. doesn't like, mean there's anything. not actually, like, there's a handful of like 15 songs that also have two billion plays. Like you just don't like. Yeah, and you probably don't like. But that's not that's not a no, 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 like, most like, played. Okay, song. let me give We're you this. Like the... you might have a personal like not don't like shallow like personally like subjectively. I like but objectively like the finger like as someone who plays guitar like the finger picking pattern is complex. The lyrics are meaningful. I didn't even say it was a bad song. Like, that's not what any. Like, I said no, it's not a ten out no, of ten song. I don't even think it's close. You know what I mean? Like it's just. No, no, that doesn't make no, any no, sense. No, music works. No, but it's like, not I, I, well I heard the rest of your song. argument out, but like, you're just not making sense right now. Ethan, you can't say that a piece of music is an objectively good piece no, of music. No, no, but I'm that's saying not how subjective opinions. Like, we just ha I just happen to be on a podcast with, like, two people who have, like... Like subpar music taste, you know what I mean? Like if we were on a that, podcast, that's with any other people, but Ethan, Ethan, your Ethan, your argument. But like I could just say the exact what? same thing about Ethan, you and everyone else no, thinking "Shallow" is ten out of ten is crazy. Right, yeah, like, this is it doesn't even approach it. Shallow is a well-made song. Wait, wait, Ethan, good, Ethan, and like, I can think that they're Ethan, wrong, bro. Ethan, no, 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 Patrick, Patrick, you, Ethan, you're talking past each other. We're not saying "Shallow" is not a well-made song. I love Shallow. It is the best song in A Star Is Born. But I don't think it's the greatest movie song of all time. Wait. And I get your argument. But the second you start saying, 
oh, if you don't like shallow, you have bad music taste, or this piece no, but what is I'm saying is a ten out of ten. You've lost wait, all Jordan, credibility. Jordan, what Patrick is saying, wait, he Jordan, doesn't like the speak. song no, Ethan, subjectively, and that's why he's not voting for it. That's fine, wait, but that's okay. Wait, Patrick, Ethan, we're talking about the greatest go. piece of like music in a movie. You know what I mean? And you have to like, okay, but Wagner, Wagner, if I want to put the greatest piece of music past the Man movies to like enjoy the fight. Wagner, if but okay, Wagner, but if I were to put the greatest piece of music in a film, it wouldn't be tonight from West Side Story, and it wouldn't even be Oh My Humanity You from Mulan. It would be. It'd probably be the Star Wars theme, like when Luke is looking over the the twin sons on Tatooine. Because what I because it's a piece of the score. It's not. A I know, song. right, right. That's Shallow not a and that's all. That's a stupid I, argument. Like I'm just saying, like we're actually. Well, I would put Luke looking over the twin sons. No, I would. Like, I would put Luke yeah. looking over the twin sons as right, the best. Shut up. I think you're crazy. Here, here's what I'll say. I think you're crazy to try oh to approach this objective. Not objective. You can't approach it. I think. I think that's insane. Yeah, that's that's why. Okay, Ethan, I have music isn't inherently subjective. I know, I know, I know. But if we're actually trying to like group together and be like okay like what is like the like most well like 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 decided like that like for example like my favorite movie is that's the not Godfather, what we're saying right? but i'm not saying something what is like, the i would say upon. the godfather is the best movie but if i had to like really step back and be like okay like what do people think is the best movie and why do they think about it for rational reasons i would probably say the godfather is the best even though i've been but that means that you just don't have your own opinions that means you just don't have your own opinions this is my problem with this entire episode is this is how we end up with joker and the dark knight trilogy getting nominated for 90 things is because people no, don't because their own opinion. No, 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 you and I are on the same side here. Don't fragment this Look, alliance. You guys are going to vote for Shallow. I feel about this from a plot perspective and a quality of song perspective. Oh, uh, let's say lined but, up. No, Wagner, I we don't have to but I also think, but, but that, that's are, the thing. That's my problem. I don't feel strongly about Shallow. I have, yeah. I just don't care about it. I know. I love Shallow. You don't have to but it's kind of like, it's kind of, Wagner, it's kind of like how I feel about like the movie Joker. I love the movie here. I love the song. But when I think of like, like the phrase, the greatest of all. But no, but no, give me, no, wait, Jordan, it's Jordan, Jordan you have yet to give me an actual yeah. critique about what my point was. Like actually critique what I said. Wagner, I don't, Wagner, I don't have a critique. I, I think, think the basis of your point is flawed. You just no, don't no, no, like Patrick, the song, think, though. But like, no, 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 no Patrick. But like the, no, I think the basis is, of your point is the basis? being founded entirely on objectivity. But it isn't for me. It isn't for me. Point. I'm just asking you to search past like your personal beliefs. Of I'm not asking you to vote Wagner. for I'll make a man out of you. Wait, I'm saying I'm not going to vote Wagner, for Shallow. I don't Wagner, agree. It's not about. It's not about. It's not about our own personal beliefs. Again, I love Shallow. But first off. And I agree with your argument about Shallow within a Star Wars board. It is hugely impactful. It's an amazing song, all of that. Number one, the second you say that it's that a piece But give me an actual object. Okay, forget about the anything. objectivity for a second. All I'm asking Patrick You haven't given us anything objective. No, wait, stop. The only thing I'm asking, objective. Patrick, the reason why I'm asking you to do this is because I'm saying, like, what your only critique to what I said was. Just listen. Your only critique, actual critique, forget about the objectivity for a second. Your only critique was that you don't actually like the, the song itself. Okay. I all, I your only think... critique for Shallow compared to I'll Make a Man of you, Out of You is that you think Shallow is no, better. No, I think That's Shallow the exact is more same thing. influential in the plot. But I said 
Dude, I think I'll make a man of you is more influential. I was about to say, I think I'll make a man. I'll make a man out of you is not just influential in the plot. It's actually influential generationally. And when you look at the scope of Disney as a brand and as a product. Your camera, your camera has gone progressively worse throughout the episode. I actually can't make up. Really? I think that's you, Jordan. Okay, keep going, keep going. When you look at the scope of the Disney brand and product and how much Disney movies have done over the course of, like, almost 100 years at this point, and you ask people, and Disney is known for music, and you ask people, what is the best Disney song? And you get, like, five, six, like, even that number out of ten times hearing the same song yeah. i'll make a man out and of i you. get it i, that get shows the cultural I think impact. it's a fair one and yeah. i would know ethan ethan shallow ethan shallow does not well what i'll say in response to patrick's point, adding on to patrick's point, shallow does not have cross-generational cultural That's just it hasn't been out make for a, long enough like it will always no, but be it never the will. best like but, Wagner, Wagner, I wasn't it even won't. thinking it won't. Wagner, it won't like it, it's it's just not it doesn't have an actual song. It doesn't have message. an actual meaning. It doesn't yeah, have a message. There's no message. It, there's it's no not... message to Shallow in yes, isolation. Yes, there is. You guys don't know the song. No, there's not. No, I know the song. It's a standard what word song. song what is this song about? What is this song about? Tell me what Shallow's about. Dude, don't tell do me what Shallow's about. Do this. Every time, Please no, tell me what every time about. I bring up a song, you're like, what's the song? No, literally every time you, I bring up a song, you're like, what's the song about? It's you love, we don't start the, ever. you think we don't start the fire is like one of the best oh, songs ever. That's why I say yes, that. I love We Didn't Start the Fire. It's an amazing song. <laughs> it's just song. not like an I top 10 song ever. <laughs> dude, dude, it's like how I love Weems. I love somebody told me, I love Mr. Brightside. But Mr. Brightside is actually about something. We Didn't Start the Fire. Mr. Brightside is awesome. It's awesome. You asked me what is somebody told me about? I, I know what you. somebody my told me is about, bro. <laughs> I could tell you. I what is somebody told me about? What is it about? Tell me what Shallow is about? about. Tell me what Shallow is about. I can't. It's a, it's a romance. It's not it's a romance. I can't I'm tell you. It's about I'm aspirations done. for greatness. I'm done talking. Stop okay. talking, Jordan. It's about aspirations yeah. for greatness and something more in your life. Wait. Ethan, I, Ethan <laughs> I have a question. Ethan, I have a question. Um, when you said there are two people on here who don't have good music taste, who are those two people? He's talking about us. I like that. I was not talking about you. Okay. It, okay, good. Because then I'll vote. The greatest out. showman has a fire right, We're just going to be. Hey, so we're tied. But I was, but I was not expecting this to be the most. Alexei, he didn't even compliment you. He just didn't insult you, and that's enough. No, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, all I'm saying is I love Mulan as well. Like, I think Mulan's the second. Like, Mulan's two for me. Um, like, I was choosing between that and Shallow. So, like, okay. Well, we need, well, we need, to, well, we need to have one. So, Alexei voted for me. So we got to Alexei, do, like, Alexei don't, don't change your vote to this. I vote, I vote Shallow's. It's well, okay, but then we're nowhere. Then we're nowhere. I'm not leaving. I'm not <laughs> switching. I'm not fucking. I'm not. I'm not I'm switching. Not <laughs> I know it's Jesus Christ! <laughs> what was that? One just see like no, you know. Okay, well, can we do a split vote? Genuinely, can we split it? No, no, we no. I one point no, this is pissing me off that this is the reason yeah. it's going to be split is because you yeah. didn't ins- directly insult <laughs> yeah. Alexis. No, no, wait, music. Yeah, that's the ridiculous. The showman is sick. It's a good soundtrack. No, the rest no. of us said that too. Yeah, we Excuse all said me, that. Alexei, I want to say, I was the first one to say, from now on, Alexei, is amazing. Alexei, don't change, bro. Alexei. Oh, Alexei. 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 I was the Alexei. first one to say that. Patrick and I love The Greatest Showman, and not only that, we also don't... Wagner voted you for Worst Gamer. Like, Alexei, that was Alexei, was that you Alexei, I forgot to think tell you, by that. the way. You Mike texted me about Psy. So I think we're low-key chilling tonight. It's a Jersey party. 
Oh, it's jerseys. Yeah, yeah, it's jerseys. It's jerseys. Fuck White Lives. We're not going to Fiji. Fuck today. Fiji, bro. Respectfully, fuck Fiji. What are you bro, Alexis, my you Chicago boy, bro. I've hung out with him every What are you on about? What? <laughs> what are We're talking you about Brad. You just looked into the eyes of the void and you're spouting <laughs> madness. <laughs> I'm not. We need to call Logan. <laughs> No, Alexei. Logan nominated. I'll make a man out of you. Sure, let's call no, wait, Logan. No, 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 call Logan. I dare you. I dare you. Let's call him. He doesn't count. Logan, let's call wait, Logan. Let's call Logan. Doesn't count. Sweet doesn't sweet count. Wait, wait. Can we just split it? No, can we're we not. Alexei's sweet mate does not count. Alexei's sweet mate does not count. Wait, wait. Can we just split it? bro. No, shut up. No, no. I'm calling Logan. I'm calling Logan. Logan's not part of the podcast anymore. See, you're only saying that because he's I not going to vote for you. Who are you going to vote for? It's not, bro. You left the wait, wait, Logan, Logan, pause, 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 pause. pause. Logan, yeah, yeah, Logan, for best song, what what was your vote? Uh, what are the options? I'll make a man out of you or shallow. So I got to make the schedule for. I'll make a man out of you. Done, done, Thank done, you. done. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Done, done, and that's the podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Next week we will be continuing wrapping up the Excelsior Awards. We are going to do all the best from the actual Excelsior categories. This has been a phenomenal episode. So great to be here. Um, love you all, and good night. <laughs>